What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us for tonight's Barracks Talk. And shout out to the person in Germany. I don't know who you are, but thanks for listening. Don't forget that we're running a giveaway until the end of this month. That's June 30th. You can go to dvradio.store to find out more details, or you can click on the store tab at the top of dvradio.net. And tonight's show is brought to you by our Patreons. You can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash DV radio and now on with barracks talk family friendly and obscene t-shirts we've got them ceramic and tin mugs yep neck gaiters so you can hide your face from the cctvs we have some hoodies so you can stay warm while you listen to our dark sense of humor you better believe it we have all of this and more over at the dv radio store just go to dvradio.net and click on the store tab to start browsing. DV Radio is free for listeners, but it isn't free to keep the record spinning. And it's mainly the hosts that pay to keep the on-air sign glowing. So if you want to help DV Radio continuing to grow, but you want to show what online radio station you listen to, head over to dvradio.net, click on the store tab, and help the veteran own and ran online radio station today. That's dvradio.net, and click on the store tab now. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DB Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DB Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. So you've had cold water shot up your ass? You don't know nothing. You don't know living, buddy. After that phone call, I was just thinking you're a few fries short of a happy meal. You gotta stay in to get in. You gotta pick a harder target. And she's back with food in her mouth. Hopefully that'll keep her busy. I really don't have anything. Look, how would you like to be related to some bona fide white people? Look, goddammit, all black people sound alike when they get excited. Shut up. Family. I get it up faster than DV6 can. Then he lied to you. I thought it sucked. I pushed the button. You don't push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, this is dvradio.net, where we are the professional unprofessionals at being professional by being responsible. No, this is the fucking news. You're tuned in to WDVR on dvradio.net. That is how it is on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's Barracks Talk Live. You're listening to us on podcast because that's how podcasts work. It's a recording. It's not actually live. It is June 5th, 2021. I'm Bonerwood. Got a packed house tonight. We got myself, Oink. That's it. Um, I don't know where everybody else is. They, I don't know. They <laughs> Summer vacation. Must be. <laughs> I'd like to know about it. Uh, I need one myself. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're supposed to have Brett and Alexa from Backpacks for Life joining us tonight uh, at some point. Where the fuck are you guys? Where are you? Oh, there they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've also got with us tonight, uh, joining us from Texas, uh, is Dave from Without Image Band. How you doing tonight, brother? Oh, man, it's too early to call it. Ain't drunk enough. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> Brother, I fucking hear you. Oh, well, Brett and Alexa finally decided to join us. Fashionably it's late. the Marine. The Marine is making us late. It's not my fault. Did you get any damn crayons yet? <laughs> hey, did, did you guys see... Sorry, we're, uh, we're running around. Uh, did you guys see um, this guy? He was with uh, the Marine, the rapper... And I think he did it as like kind of like a semi joke. And he made these like crayon packs that were like chocolate, but they look like 
like crayons ready to eat. And um, <laughs> they went on, I don't think it was Kickstarter or something like Kickstarter, but they raced like over a hundred thousand. It blew up and like went viral. And, and this guy's literally starting a legitimate business where he just sells packs of like crayons, but they're right. chocolate and they're called like crayons ready to eat. Dude, like <laughs> Dude we, we can raise a hundred thousand dollars for chocolate crayons. But DV Radio and DV Farm can't get a sponsor because we say fuck. Like, come on now. Come on. Come the fuck on, you Marines. What the fuck? Seriously? I, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> looking up now. I'll tell you the exact amount he raised. But, yeah, it was ridiculous. And he got, the guy, the Marine, the rapper, he, like, helped promote it and stuff. And it's uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Marine, the rapper, Topher. Uh, there's a few others I can't name off the top of my head because there's so many fucking of them. <laughs> I'd love to have their music over here and have them come on the show, but they don't want to pay attention to us. I've, I've tried to, man. <laughs> I have. I'm not even going to lie. How you guys doing tonight, Brett and Alexa? We're doing good. Good. I'm, uh, so I, I, I <laughs> the, if uh, it's hard to believe, I backpacks is like my, my third full-time job, but I, um, I work on the docks and man, it is, it has been very, very busy. Like I'm talking like 18 hour days, 15 hour days. Like I, uh, I, I worked last night from 11 to 8 30 AM. And then we went to go see my, my parents, but, uh, but yeah, it's been an interesting uh, couple of months. So you're getting Brett on his like slap happy shit. So <laughs> oh, hell, oh, nice. he not be held liable for anything that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> hell no. I, I grew up in Philadelphia. When you say you worked at docks and the hours you just described, man, I hope you can walk straight. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you start to definitely get a little delusional, but, um, but nah, it's, it's honestly, I, I love it because it gives me the flexibility. Like I'm averaging 35 to 40 days. I take off a year. That's not to mention like vacation or holiday, just days I take off for backpacks for life stuff. So it is a blessing that I, I get flexibility where the, I'm not getting my ass fired by taking off so much by doing backpacks for life stuff. So it works out. It's nice. That is, that is a blessing. If, if that's what you want to, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what these people call <laughs> things now. I'm, I'm not PC, so I don't know. Just call it whatever the fuck you want. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess a blessing. That's not technically a religious reference. I know, honestly. but I don't know, dude. Man. Look but, at the look at the state of the world right now. I mean, seriously. <laughs> if I, I think, yeah, I, I get it. I just, I, you know what? I I have like a new philosophy. I've been because, like, I especially backwards life. Oh, do we say this? Are we gonna offend somebody? That I'm like, you know what? If it's if it's coming from the heart, and I genuinely want to do it for a good and right reason, then. I don't really give a shit if somebody's going to say something negative or, oh, you said this or you didn't include this person. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I forgot. Maybe I didn't. But, you know, it wasn't it wasn't coming from uh, ill intent or anything negative. So, you know, fuck you. Yep, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, (laughs) we'll talk we'll talk about what was in the package later on but i got a package from you guys today and i was like where the fuck did i order something from new jersey like i I was like what the fuck is this i was like i was afraid to open it because one it was like uh like a maroon color pack and it like felt lumpy and i was like what the fuck is this (laughs) somebody it was I had no fucking clue what it was. It's like, I haven't ordered nothing from New Jersey. What did I order that came from? Like, I went through all my shit. I was like, 
I don't know what the fuck it is. So I sat here contemplating, should I open it or not? Finally opened it and seen what was in it. But I was like, oh, um, well, that's that. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I feel like, well, one, I'm pretty sure that's something that you'll never probably get in a, a lifetime again in a package. But I feel nope. like, like, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, if you do that, man, I'm in a no, a no judgment zone. I always say if I were to judge anybody, I've been judged a thousand times over. That's not my place. I'm, I'm too busy to be able to judge people. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of pat- you, know, so, right, you know how like people are like, oh, the world's going to end. But I feel like it like are oh, you know, look at all everything that's happened, all this turmoil in the country. But I feel like if you were to equate it to like packages and there's so many packages out there and everybody's getting packages like why haven't we seen an uptick in like bombs and packages like <laughs> on, like in a serious note i feel like that's how you can gauge the you know the the chaos and, and maybe it's just a lot of uh what you're hearing on the news because i feel like dude like that's such an easy way and like not yep. to like you know promote violence or you know send package bombs through the mail but like you don't see that ever and i feel like this is just like the easiest way to like you know hurt somebody yeah, the only thing that I remember as far as that is back in the 90s, there was a bunch of kids sitting pipe bombs in people's mailboxes for like a week and they got called and there was like five of them and they were like, don't open your packages. It was the literal mailbox. You had to open the mailbox. So, but other than that, I don't think I've seen, you're right. I don't think I've ever seen an actual bomb mailed to somebody that was legitimately a bomb. Like, <laughs> Right? I mean, we had they, the... they pass screening and shit like that. So besides, you know, the old alarm clock ticker, because that's probably the only thing that is within price to be able to build a bomb. Because you know, everything's <laughs> well, I mean, expensive. I got to go to Walmart. It means I got to drive. You see gas? No, nah, we'll just blow them up whenever <laughs> gas prices drop. I don't know. Like, 90... I, don't know. I feel like it's a good way to, like, you know, dictate what's happening. And I don't yeah. see any bombs, like, being, like, mailed. So... I don't know. I feel like we're good, right? <laughs> well, we're not back on the anthrax scare anymore, so I think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember, remember that? Yeah, we had a lot of that in New Jersey. We had the uh, anthrax and the envelopes. Yep. Uh, that was 2008, <laughs> seven, something like that. Yeah, it was around that time frame. I remember everybody in my household was scared. I was like, dude, if you're going to die, you're going to die. Like, I seriously said that one day. I looked at my I, mom and I said, Mama, if you're going to die, you're going to die. Why not opening up, you know, some, I don't know, bills? Like, <laughs> I was like, what better way to go than dying from opening a bill? It was the price of the bill that killed you. That's what you could say. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, it was funny. I was with my brother in uh, South Carolina. South Carolina last week and we were talking about like bungee jumping and skydiving. He's like, Oh, I would never skydive. You know, you could die. I'm like, Greg, honestly, if you were to die skydiving, you kind of just deserve it. And you're like, well, it's my time. You know, I feel like at that point, if you just die doing something like that, it's just, you know, it's time, you know, anthrax and envelope. Well, Hey, touche. You're going out with a bang. Right. Like, uh, I was watching, uh, um, not tracks. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, it's a guy, he, he like got a bulldozer, was so pissed off. It was in Colorado. He was so pissed off at the town, got a bulldozer. Yeah. Oh, dude, the kill dozer. Kill, that yeah. that motherfucker is yeah. a legend. Yep. Oh, <laughs> he, he is falling down. He's Michael Douglas from falling down. And, and it's just in its primal form. Oh, you don't like me? Let me armor up a bulldozer. And oh, you want to overtax me? I'm taking the whole damn strip mall. 
Wow. Fuck you. Fuck off. I mean, that, that was better than that Ranger just stole the tank in L.A. <laughs> yeah. No, he, like, he, like, killed it. I mean, you, you know what's funny, too? He used the – so I watched it on the anniversary yesterday. He used concrete from the guy who was going to go and destroy his business. So he literally, you know, bought some, like – insult to injury, bought some of his uh, concrete supplies and use that to destroy his business. Going back to the bomb thing really quick, Betsy Ross is in chat and she said that on forensic files, they showed a case of a guy sending a bomb to a kid to get back at him for sending a low-end radio or something of that nature. <laughs> like, I can see somebody being petty enough to do that. Like... <laughs> You gave me an iPhone 3. It was supposed to be an iPhone 10X. <laughs> and so, oh, fucking well, bomb. <laughs> well, well, I guess don't worry that package we sent you wasn't anthrax or a bomb or anything like that. It was funny. It's like, yeah, we sent you a package. And then I bring up, like, I bring up anthrax and bombs and stuff. You're like, yeah, I'm going to have my, uh, one of my, you know, so called oh, good right. friends open it up and, and we'll see what happens. I'll be behind, uh, I'll be behind uh, plexiglass or whatever. <laughs> but don't worry we didn't, we didn't say any of that it was honestly i feel like you would pick that it was if i were to say guess what i sent you i feel like you would pick a bomb before what we actually did send you betsy said that he didn't know it was a kid running a business <laughs> like how are you going to buy from a business and know nothing about it and then get mad at them and send them a bomb? Like, that's oh. one of those fucking, oh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of the fucker's name. Just fucking forget about it. And if I figure it out before this hits podcast, I'll tell you. I'll insert it right here and you'll never hear this. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you heard every bit of it and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I, I got kind of scammed last year. You know what? I try really hard to not get scammed be, be thorough when I purchase something online, but I mm -hmm. purchased this really cool like chair swing that you can like set it up in the woods and you could kind of just like a little rocker. Oh man, what a piece of shit. It was broken. I, I didn't get to use it. And I try to send it back. And the scam was that they, you, so it's through PayPal and PayPal says they'll refund me, but I have to send it back. But the kicker was the company was using uh, an address in China. So it was like $160 to ship it over there. So they figured that people wouldn't ship it over there and they'd make the money. So they were just giving you crappy products. So I was like, screw this company. So I shipped it over there and knew I would lose money, but I would force them to refund me back through PayPal. So yes, I would lose more money, but they wouldn't get my money. So um in the end, it went to China. Four months later, it got shipped back to me because it didn't pass customs. So they didn't get their crap. I got I, I lost a little more money, but they also didn't get my money. I actually was um, watching. Uh, you guys remember Sabu from wrestling? Anybody know who I'm talking about? The Iron Sheik. Which Sheet. one? No. Sa Sabu, no. like, um, ah, fuck, mid-90s. Anyway, if you know who I'm talking about, while you're listening, that's who I'm talking about. They were doing a signing today and they were actually auctioning off a kendo stick. And they're like, oh, I remember him. Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're going to auction off this kendo stick and ship it to $75. And, and I guess it's his wife or whatever goes, $75. You just lost all your auctioners. 
<laughs> she was, and they were like, yeah, do you know how much shipping has went up in the past two months? I was like, he ain't lying. That just went up tremendously in the last two months. Especially overseas. It's gotten ridiculously expensive because I got to... I have to order some of my stuff for Entwined Chaos from there. Thank you, Tattoo Freak, for reminding me of that, by the way. I have to order some of my stuff from overseas. And the last shipment I got was right prior to COVID. And it cost me like 20 bucks to ship it over here, go through customs and all that bullshit. This last time, if I'd finished the order, which I did not, <laughs> it would have been like $58 and some odd cents. And I was like, I got down. I don't think so. I don't need it that bad. Like I can do without. I'll make do. Like shipping is ridiculous right now across all platforms. I mean, I've never been busier at work in my life for shipping, and we are just behind. We just were. It's insane. We had one of the biggest ships ever to come on the East Coast. It came to our port uh, two weeks ago. It was just, it was massive. I mean, these, these things are, they're like not ships. They're just like floating giant skyscrapers in, in the water. Wait, what? Skyscrapers yeah. in the water? The, the ships, like, um, oh, I mean, yeah, they're not even like ships anymore. They're just giant, like floating skyscrapers in the, well, I was, I read what tattooed freak said in chat and it threw me off and I missed half of what you said. Cause he said, it's odd when strippers are cheaper than shippers. And I was trying not to laugh, but I couldn't help myself. So well, there you, go. <laughs> you guys, uh, there's a group where the hell are they? Um, they're on the West coast. They, they got screwed with, you know, with COVID their strip club had to shut down. But they ended up doing Uber. Yeah, it was called Boober Uber X. Yeah, they literally get. Yeah, they used to came and deliver your food with titties out. Yeah, and <laughs> the know? girls were like dancing, and then they had a drive-through. You would literally like drive through this scene, like uh, it was like an X-rated, like yep, uh, like it just you know X-rated little drive-through, and they would just like dance and stuff. You get your food. I don't, I don't think anybody ever mentioned about the food. Um, I think they had uh, other things in mind. Well. But, the funny thing oh. about the whole <laughs> boober thing is everybody was like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that alone. And I'm like, you do realize that in every shot that they show of them going to someone's house, there's a big fucking buff goddamn green giant dude behind them. That's their security. Do you really think you could take him on? You and all your frat boys is going to take that guy on? Like, seriously? That dude will John Wick you in a heartbeat for $5 tips through boober at like straight up like <laughs> so well, for, yeah it's like the x-rated of um disney world you know yeah. like, uh, maybe disney world they can uh, boost their ratings and get you know the the virtual strip club you know and you sit there and you get to like you know in the truck moving through you ever go you know like the disney strip thing. club yeah ariel smelled like fish clean that shit <laughs> uh, so actually tattooed freak and, uh, sorry i was going to answer was tattooed freak's a uh, question he asked boobs and food is that healthy actually it is as long as nothing comes in contact with the food it's actually healthy it passes health inspection yeah yeah i mean get get the if you want to yeah. dude they say. never they never gave a flying fuck about sanitary food look at that shit we ate in a field hey <laughs> When's the last? When's the last time? When's the last time you wash your hands? I don't know. Probably after I baby wipe my ass. Right. Yeah, sure. Bring it on. Well, 
isn't there like a thing with like canned food where you can have like six parts of a bug? Yeah. That any package, any package, it can still have bugs in it, but it can still pass. Yeah, any package yeah. food. Actually, cinnamon food, cinnamon spice, and all that. Most of your spices that are in that are prepackaged, nine times out of ten, has sawdust in it. Just so you know. So yeah, start straight. And that's today's economy, you start straining that shit out, and you get enough lumber, you can sell that <laughs> shit off in the black market. <laughs> yeah, um, that that's why they try to persuade you to buy like sticks of cinnamon, and they've tried to for years. But um, the uh, the red there's a red dye uh, food color, and it's actually made from bugs. And now it's it's uh, it's a fucking uh, what do you call it? Uh, synthetic coloring but still you can have up to five percent of any bug parts in basically anything you eat so yeah, yeah. Isn't peanut butter one of the worst I ones mean, too bugs, bugs are not i mean they're packing protein honestly if you want to look at it like a environmental friendly perspective it's you get way more bang for your buck for pro in regards to protein than you would get for um, like in regards to a cow or a chicken. Um, who was it? Alexa through Bunker Labs. Um, cowboy cowboy cricket. Yeah, the cowboy cricket. He um, he makes like edible crickets, but then he also does like cookies and worms and cookies, and he makes like all these things with. But they're like, like super high in protein. Super yeah. high in protein, amazing for you. Honestly, I eat them. The cricket things, they're pretty good. Like in like they're high in protein and all these other amazing things and. And it is good for the environment and stuff. So I'm not going to lie. Crickets, deep fried with a little like barbecue salt or barbecue like season on them. Dude, that, is, that sounds like some pansy fucking survival portion in Sears school. I don't know. Hey, I, don't, I want my crickets with barbecue sauce. That shit just crawled in my mouth. Fuck it. I ate it. I don't know. That's the kind of like, a, like a pansy in Sears school. I feel like you don't say those two in the same sentence. <laughs> not really. You heard it here first, guys. I don't know uh, their scientific name, but the the gray grasshoppers, they're the same size as green ones, but they're gray. Those fried with butter and salt are actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> Dude, most of those things are good. It's just when I can have a steak, I'm going with a steak. No, I want... No, nah, give it a roach. Right. Wrong roach, dude. I want the one you can light up. <laughs> so you, you're, I, I want to say this before, but we got to kind of went off topic. I feel like I go off topic a lot in my, my life when I talk. Um, Welcome to Barracks Talk. Are we going to like, you know, like BC, like before Christ, after Christ, is it like, are we going to use that term like BC before COVID now? Is that like, uh, do we like set the clocks back to zero and like just start all over again? Isn't it, wouldn't well, it be BCO? <laughs> Because, I mean, we got D.C., we got B.C.E., we got B.C., we got B.C.E., we got A.C., now we got B.C.O. Or A.D., not A.C. And Odenami. I'm I'm a little lost. We got Before Christ. I'm just... Well, I'm, I'm, me and my family, we never gave in that whole, hey, you got to lock yourself down. Like, I was working remote for, you know, the year, which is fine because, you know... I'm going to feel bad when I go back to the office on Monday and try and try and fit some fucking pants on. Shit, used to be in 36. What the fuck happened? But yeah, we ain't. <laughs> they're like, you want to put a mask on? No. Ask me one more question to find out why. No, sir. Just have a great time shopping. I didn't give a fuck. You know, I'm going to 
if I survived everything else, when it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And if I'm going, I'm taking as many morons with me as possible. So we got BC and AD, which is before Christ and Anodomini. Uh, yeah, which is in the year of our Lord. Then we got BCE and CE, which is before Common Air and Common Air. So now, wouldn't it be CEO? <laughs> Common Air COVID? I mean, let's, like, go, let's go BC. BC let's go BCO and, and uh, excuse me, BCS. And OCS, meaning <laughs> before common sense and after common sense, ACS. <laughs> hey, we got that in the army. They were the common sense word. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. <laughs> oh my God. You guys, hey, right now, hey, right now, you got a fucking officer out there listening to shit going, oh my God, that's a bullet. I'm getting Colonel. <laughs> We've actually got a colonel that was supposed to send me a link to your promotion ceremony tonight, and you didn't because we had to hear you say something about TV radio. Chris Mercado from ObjectiveZero.org. Go check it out if you haven't already. Um, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he actually made lieutenant colonel uh, today, which is pretty cool. So he's actually been promoted since uh, we've known him 2016, 2017, give or take, uh, when Objective Zero was first starting out. So proud to say that we were a part of his promotion. <clears throat> um, <laughs> not really. Uh, but yeah, anyway. What's that? <laughs> no, I was saying it's all you guys, not him. Yeah, definitely all us, because, I mean, we are the ones that built his portfolio. You know what I mean? Uh, DD Radio, through and through. Um, I'm going to hell. That's a nice plug right there. <laughs> Everybody's going, Bo's so full of himself. He thinks so highly of himself. I bet his ego is bigger than his fucking brain. <laughs> no, hey, I'm Bo, just an you, uh, Have you decided how you're going to put that stuff on uh, on Friday? Like, are you going to just like, you know, well, go left to right well, up, I, and then down, like top lip, up, bottom lip? I hate to disappoint you, but I personally will not be putting it on. Everybody else will be. I don't do public appearances. <laughs> I'm just the voice. You only hear the voice above. You never hear any. I do, however, have a cardboard cutout of a certain captain from Star Trek that I could put it on for you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that my mom actually, my mom actually asked me if we were going to put it on it, and I was like, I mean, if Six is up for it, we will. Six is actually doing it too. He said so. I think I might just bite it and eat it. I mean, I think it's like unpoisonous. I mean, Un unpoisonous, unpoisonous. <laughs> oh my God! He just said unpoisonous. It's unpoisonous. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Cause uh, we okay, I'm a little. Cause I'm enough for like. You know, I get a good excuse for like saying words that don't really make sense for. Today, I mean, so, you know, Merriam-Webster you know, and Oxford yeah. didn't just come up with non-toxic for you know unpoisonous things or anything like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how do they come up the words? You know, they could. I mean, they come up like, with a goddamn definition, well, so why not? <laughs> I actually, I come up with some words, you know? 
I've tried to get dysfunctional veterans in Urban Dictionary for the past I don't know how many years, and every time they turn me down. Every I have been trying every year. Like I do it every few months, and every time I'm turned down, I'm like, one of these days, one of these fucking days. <laughs> you be like you can't you can't get dysfunctional veterans in there, but but I got a Blinken in there. There was a was a Blinken. You know, it's yes. where you slay. It's where you're slaying her. You knock her out real quick, shave her pubes, come on her face, and make a little A. Blinken beard. That got in there. Jesus we were Christ. drunk one night. That shit got in there. What, um, how do you, like, is there, like, like okay, so we we trade we actually trade uh, trademarked the word um, veteran American made, well, I guess phrase, sorry, phrase, and we, we trademarked uh, Backpacks for Life. Is there, like, a, a legal or technical way in how you create an actual word, or is it, like, uh, 50 million people have to start using it or like a certain percentage of the world has to use it in order to make like uh, to be an actual word, like the word hashtag what? or something like that. Like Probably. if you're you talking about, if you're popular, if you're talking about like actual legal terms as like being recognized by Merriam Webster or Oxford. Yeah. You have yes. to like, it has to be up there. Bullshit. Um, how Beyonce got her shit in there, I'll never fucking know. It's Beyonce. Uh, but if you're wanting to go Urban Dictionary route, uh, there used to be a way, because I don't see it now, because I actually went over there to see if it was still up there, because I used to have it bookmarked, but it's not going there. Um, you would submit a word and a definition, and, uh, oh, yeah, there it is. It's the little plus sign now. Uh, you just put in the word, you type the definition, the examples, add some tags, and then, you know, submit it. But dysfunctional veterans, by Bo, has never been added, so I'm kind of pissed off. All right, I'm gonna figure out how to. We, we got to figure out how to add dysfunctional veterans because I feel like that'd be a cool like accomplishment. Like, yeah, I've added a word to the dictionary, right? <laughs> Even if it is this urban dictionary, who the fuck cares? It's a dictionary. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw like a thousand words on there, see if something sticks. I feel like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It's not like we're just done with words. I'm sure we can make up a more like some more words. Some more words. Some more words. I yeah, like it. my phrase I just came up with before. Unlethal or you said unpoisonous. You said unpoisonous. Unpoisonous. You had you had nothing that made sense whatsoever <laughs> come together. <laughs> So I got a feeling he is going to eat the lipstick on Friday. I think he will too. <laughs> it's unpoisonous, so I'll be sure to eat it. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> Some people are going to do it. If you make this lipstick thing a Facebook challenge or a TikTok challenge, guaranteed. I mean, most people are going to jump behind this thing and be like, yes, we appreciate all the women veterans. We appreciate everything to do. And somebody is Buffalo Billing from fucking Science of the Lambs. They're putting on a sheer thing, tucking their dick away. I'd fuck me. Garrett fucking T. You heard it here first. Honestly, and that's okay. See, like, I don't want this to get overcomplicated where there's inner meaning to this. It's just simply something that in our society is taboo. And it's something that if you're if you're just scrolling through whatever social media outlet it is, you're gonna stop because you don't normally see that. So yeah. you're gonna stop and listen. So that was honestly the. I mean, if people are like, "What the hell are they talking about?" We're doing a challenge 
is coming up Friday. And yeah. Yeah, it is a serious, this super mysterious. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, well, the, literally, this is you're hearing it now, folks. Um, it's it's just a challenge. Okay, we got. Let me let me go back to the very beginning before it makes sense. This I was is, about to say, like, let's go know, to the oh beginning God. and start at the very start <laughs> if we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> let me talk at the end and tell you what we're doing, and then go back and tell you how we got here. <laughs> Bo received his mysterious lumpy package in bright red packaging. And it was lumpy, let I me mean, say. Like, it, it was so I, packaged. I've never felt a package like that in my entire life. I've got some odd fucking packages. That one right there, my mom was like, I don't know what this is. But, and I started, I was like, I don't know either. And I looked and it said New Jersey. And I was like, I, I, I've not ordered anything that came from Jersey, mom. I don't, I. I don't. She went okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Just the start fact that you that said that you felt uh, packages before. Not lots that of lumpy. packages. Lots of packages. No, I said I've received <laughs> a ton of awkward packages. Just <laughs> like, okay, I, I'm gonna start sending random shit throughout the like. I'm just gonna now I have your address. I'm just gonna send But anyway, back to the mysterious lumpy package, Alexa. So we sent this mysterious package because this Friday we are kicking well, what, off. What was the pack? I mean, there's so I mean, many there's symbolic so many, meanings. Yeah, there's like, a lot to this. You know, we, we curated that lipstick. All right, so we, let me let me try to boil yeah, it down. Like, otherwise, Brett'll like, you know, man, <laughs> he'll take over the show. We'll be talking about it the whole time. So <laughs> June 12th is Women Veterans Appreciation Day. So in honor of. We've been posting a bunch of stuff on our backpicks for like social media about like women in the military, like statistics, about things like single motherhood, homelessness, military sexual trauma, all of that stuff. And then also sharing stories of incredible women veterans and their experience serving in the military. We are doing that through the 12th, which is Women Veterans Day. And on the 11th, we are hosting a round table with five badass female women, five badass male uh, veterans. And we are going to have a good discussion about like women serving the military and experiences from both sides of the table. Um, and then drum roll, it ends with the lipstick challenge. So, so, you know, we got like the NFL players, they did a couple miles in high heels. You got the ice bucket challenge, all amazing things. Um, like total, like, this isn't political. This isn't some, oh, we're pushing this agenda. This is just to freaking get the word out there to help our sisters in arms. I mean, you say, hey, we're all vets, right? We take a bullet for each other. So why? And this brings me back to the my first thought on this. I was watching. It was, like I, I think it was down in, yeah, it was testimonies down in D.C. for uh, the Army vet Vanessa and it was all female vets at the podium or just females. And they were talking to an audience of majority of females, but we have a majority of, of our veterans are males. So why aren't there any males out there? And this isn't political. I, I don't want this to be political. This isn't like a, Oh, woman, male thing. And, and women are doing amazing jobs. Don't get me wrong. They don't need us, but we should be there. We, this isn't that they aren't doing good or they aren't doing bad. They sh we should be there helping them. What you're saying um, is if we serve beside you in service, the least we can do is be beside you out of service. 
exactly. That, and that's all it is. There's no fucking other meaning. We don't want no political bullshit. This is literally that there are sister in arms. We're doing something. We're not making funny of guys or or whoever you are that wears lipstick. It's just that it's something that I'm going to get somebody on social media. If you're scrolling, so you're going to, yeah, you're going to stop. You're going to see someone putting on lipstick and you're going to read the caption and that's the goal. So Brett's going to put on lipstick at the end of our conversation. And I'm going to our... do it. Awesome. Yeah. I've been practicing. And then he's gonna, you know he, what? He I, I think we like, really should do. Because I think I'm going to eat it too. I was like, oh wow, you're really committing. I, I want to do something extreme. So you're going to listen to me and you're going to hear about women oh issues God. and we're going to push this out of the veteran bubble. And, and that's what the yep. challenge is for. I encourage you to nominate people that aren't females and aren't veterans so we can get out of this bubble. I mean, if I'm talking about veteran homeless issues to veterans and I'm keeping in the bubble, how am I actually going to help veteran or help veterans get out of homelessness? Well, we got to get outside of there. I mean, we make a fraction of the U.S. population. So why the hell would I be focused on just talking to veterans? We got to get out there to civilians because our nonprofit, when we Put it, we literally redid a veteran's entire roof. We got HVACs, water heaters, cars. None of that was through veteran programs. It was going to for-profit companies owned by a civilian that yeah might have some veteran association, but they're not veterans or they don't have close ties. And they were helping us with all these things. So I just I think that is it's going to be fun. I, I want it to be fun too. Obviously, it's it's a serious situation we're going to talk about, but we can have fun along the way. It's just like us. So with long Brooke. story short, Bo received a package of probably like fifteen lipsticks. So if anybody is Bo's feeling gonna be ballsy tonight, <laughs> yeah, um, Bo's got lipsticks. He's ready to start dishing them out like the Candyman, right? Yeah, yeah. let's see. I've got. I'm actually Bo. counting them right now because I've got one that's already spoken for. But let's see, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. I've got nine left. So was that psycho move? The guy was like putting lipstick on and and, and no silence of the lambs. He was like kissing yeah. and uh, like oh, yeah. weird noises. He was putting lipstick on, looking in the mirror and stuff, like dancing. He was like some psycho killer. Silence of the lambs. lambs. Buffalo <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Tucked yeah. his tucked his dick away. I fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> the bad part, you. I had an engineer on my A team who walked we were down in the we were outside of um Baka by Iraq and he came he came walking, I'm sitting there playing some PlayStation and or whatever the fuck we had in the in the options room. He comes walking and would you fuck me? I turn around, it's like, oh my god, for the love of God, 280 pounds <laughs> diesel dude, you know, shrinkage from the steroids, trying to you know. Put the freaking twig and Geralt giggleberries through there. Would you fuck me? Nah, bro. But thanks for that visual. Now we go fucking. Can we go kill me now? We got a we got a mission in five minutes. Let's roll out so I can die. So yeah, I'm still friends. I'm still friends with that guy to this day. Let's see. Oh shit! I'm knocking my microphone everywhere while I pull this fucking lipstick out so I can count it because I'm got people talking to me now. Thanks, Alexa. Yeah, that. Well, you know that. that we made that lipstick with a company that literally talked to us. We filled out a bunch of information and we made it to promote it's So it's called Roger that red lipstick. It's to promote Roger that the search platform and then stem this idea. I've got seven lipsticks. If anybody needs one, email us at info at dvradio.net. And I'll personally send it to you. And hopefully it arrives before Friday. <laughs> but well, if, it, if they don't, I was going to say, if they don't have this lipstick, it can be any red lipstick, correct? 
it, it could be any color, whatever color, you know, whatever you look cutest in. Let's let's leave it at that. Um, I, I opened one of these up just to see the color of red that yeah, was sure. in the stick. And I'm going to tell you what, I have never, it's a pretty fucking color. I'm into colors because I do the fucking modeling thing and, and all that with Entwined Chaos and, and all that for dioramas. And this right here is probably one of the prettiest fucking reds I've ever seen in a lipstick. And I've not seen it on anybody yet. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty. My mom doesn't do lipstick. She was oh. like, oh, I like that. So, so you guys, well, you, you guys seriously hit and it. If anybody actually wants it, any ladies out there, hit up Backpacks for Life. We'll let you know where to get it. Yeah, or, hey, our males, remember, we are in a nudge, no judgment zone zone over here. I was going to place an anonymous order. And, uh, <laughs> and, and <I'll> <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not about, I'm just going to send you random things. Like, I don't know, like a half years Neosporin, just the most random shit I'm going to send you in the mail. Assholes. Like, you know, <laughs> what have I become? Um, <laughs> backpack for life's, uh, guinea pig for packages. That's what I am. Um, <laughs> I do need you to guys, if, if you don't mind, to send one to the farm for six, because I don't know if he's going to be at my house or at the farm or on the road on that, that Friday, because it's DV6, and I can't make sense of this fucking trip right now, because it's DV6. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had it planned out, and then some shit changed, so we got to figure that shit out. Um, but hopefully... Either way, uh, he said he was going to do this. I'll, and he was like, oh, God, what do you want me to do now? And I explained to him what I, what, what we were doing. And he goes, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I was like, you will? Yep, I'll do it. I said, seriously, you'll get on Zoom with us, on Facebook Live with everybody else, and put on lipstick. He went, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I was like, All right, you're committed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've guilted so many people. That's the and, kind of energy we need. No, and, and like seriously though, like we really could get this to go viral. I mean, think about it. We can get, we with this group of 10 plus I got a bunch of others. If we all nominate five, 10 people, we could really get this to go viral. I mean, we're getting a press kit. We're going to go out to MSNBC, Fox, big news. Network, I'm going to see uh, if... Um, I'm also going to see if Adam and Tony from Hard Luck can do it that day. I know they'll be at the garage more than likely uh, with Hard Luck Auto, but I want to see if them uh, and uh, Monty and Shawshank can get on with us or at least on their own time and uh, do it as well. Because seeing Adam in lipstick is fucking hilarious. <laughs> if you guys have never seen him in makeup, him and yeah, Tony do these makeup you know, the, yeah, I mean, anybody could do it. We can, you could stem off it. This isn't us, but this is just to get the word out there. I don't care who gets the, the credit. I just want to get the word out there. And how it goes is, you know, you talk about some female veteran issues, mm -hmm. uh, stories, good, bad, and in between. Um, you put the lipstick on, you look all pretty, and you tag as many people you want. Tag 100 people, tell them all to do it. Yeah, um, I'm and, sorry and for being so. Really <laughs> love America if you don't. <laughs> I'm sorry for being shady with everybody that I'm friends with in, in real life and, and whatnot with that Facebook post. 
But we were trying to get an idea of how many people would actually be interested in doing this. And I had to be as shady as possible. So I made the post and I was like, who would be interested in putting lipstick on Facebook Live for female veterans? And that's all I put. That's all I said. <laughs> and they were like, yes, yes. And I was like, you assholes will do this, but not buy a shirt for a fucking DV radio giveaway. Like, really? <laughs> like, seriously? But but I, I, was, I was sort of being serious. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no. Uh, that is probably one of the better posts that I've put up in the past year. Uh, cause all the what others, that shit, it makes people stop and listen. You, yep. you literally see a bunch of like, I got a master guns putting lipstick on. I got this guy who's a purple heart recipient. Uh, I got blown up in, in, in Afghanistan drill instructor. Like I got some funny people who are going to put some lipstick on. And it, I, I just, I really think that people are going to stop and listen. I mean, I am, I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm going to force you to stop and listen because I don't care about that other garbage you're going to be scrolling through on Facebook. This is right. what I believe matters. Uh, Miss Fester just asked a good question, and I think I'll answer it right now. Yes, myself, Brett, and Alexa will get together and make a post for all social media so you guys can share it uh, and let everybody know what's going on and, and all that good stuff because she wants to post it to TikTok because I think she's doing our frag out drag out dv radio she's doing something i don't know i just know it has to do with dv radio because i don't do tiktok i don't do instagram i just do all the other asshole fucking social medias that i absolutely despise um <laughs> uh, she's got a bird that would be me and i want to fucking kill her i want to she's we're we're gonna have fucking chicken nuggets tonight at midnight do, say that again <laughs> says she she uh put some lipstick on her oh that's funny that you say that me and my mom was talking about this lipstick earlier before she walked out uh to go do some stuff outside she goes you want to put some on scooby i said go ahead you grab her and put some lipstick on her and she went hell no this fucking bird i swear to god she is all you know cute and cuddly until you stick your hand in the goddamn cage and then she's like fucking hawk falcon eagle shit i'm gonna fucking kill you and poke you to death Wait, like I'm, I'm confused with the word cuddly so like you literally cuddle with the bird like i mean i would if this bird would fucking cuddle but you can't cuddle with her because she wants to fucking bite your fingers off like <laughs> she is a she's a little bitch when she wants to be like straight up like <laughs> is it an actual female bird or i don't think so i think it's male but she doesn't like being called he so yeah tried that not doing that again um but yeah like earlier my mom was gone and uh nobody was here in the house but me and the bird and she was being cute she was doing her little whistles and talking and this that and the other my mom comes in and she's been fucking rowdy the entire fucking time i'm like you little brat you little asshole you like she is in her house right now that's why she's doing her little eh, eh, eh. every time she goes in her house, she fucking loses her shit, man. I don't know what it is. I, maybe she wants some LED lights in there. I don't know. Maybe that's what I should do. Like get some LED strips and put it. Anyway, um, you're trying, to, you're trying to figure out what a fucking bird wants it for lighting. <laughs> what, what is this like a techno bird or something? You're like, yeah, I need some LED lights. Dude, I need some like, you know, she, you like know, Duhas, and stuff. you know, Duhas from Rammstein. Oh, fucking right. She fucking <laughs> loves that song. I'm not fucking kidding. Like she apps, like that is the most techno rock song you could ever hear. She loves it. 
if I play it, she'll sit here and she'll chirp along. And I'm like, you are the oddest fucking bird I've ever seen. <laughs> like the head. Did you ever see like the video where the bird's like rocking out and doing like the head yes. kind of thing? Yes. <laughs> the metal cockatoo. She'll do yeah, that too. Like she that. does it at random. She doesn't do it on like cue or anything, but she'll do that at random. She'll she'll fucking rock her head up and down. It's it's funny, especially when she does it for no reason whatsoever. Like it'll be silent in here and she'll do it. But yeah, she's one oh, hot uh, fucking bird. But I got a so we got a bunch of things going on, but another very interesting thing that I feel like the, the again I, every time we like talk about something or release it i feel like we've been on dv radio to like yeah this is what we're gonna do and i'm pretty sure the audience is gonna love this because this is this could be like life-changing for a couple people and um so we're 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 doing this thing it's we're thing it's we're doing a podcast series called the veteran um home loan fund please say it alexa veterans home buying there you go the veterans home buying playbook and, I told you, you were getting slap happy Brett. Yes. Yeah. And this guy, <laughs> James D. Piazza, who's on our board, is the CEO of a mortgage company. He decided, well, we were thinking about this for a while because we bought our place a year and a half ago. And it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that, that go into the VA home loan, not just, oh, 0% down. There's multiple things. So like, oh, let's do a podcast series about it. Let's get all these like guest speakers on. Um, mm -hmm. so anyways, yes, he's located in New Jersey, but they're in like 23 other States. Right. And after the podcast, we talk about all these things. The first one is he'll give $500 towards your closing costs and you'll donate $500 to back for life. But we're also in this vet could not, they don't have to be in New Jersey. They could be anywhere. We're going to pick a veteran and we're going to pay off their mortgage for an entire year. And that could be any veteran. It's not just any veteran that is a deserving veteran. We're going to, after the podcast, we're going to give a link where people can submit some information about themselves and we're going to pick a veteran. We're thinking about doing this every year. Our guy on our board, James, who's the CEO of the Bond Street Mortgage, um, he wants to do this. So we're like, hell yeah, let's, let's do this. So it's going to be pretty cool. It's, it's definitely informative. We put so much effort into this podcast. Um, we're actually, we're shooting a commercial for it on, uh, this coming up Tuesday, um, and and it's gonna be pretty epic. He wants to like blow this up. Well, I'll tell you, like I've told Liberty Risk, Combat Flags, and how many others, Oink? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll tell Lots. you I'll tell you like I've told everybody else that wants to do a podcast. If you need somewhere to host it or air it, you got home at D V radio. Just ask. Ooh, no. And I'm telling like, like this isn't some like BS. Like we have some serious experts coming on to this and talking about it, and we're right. literally going to dissect it, put it in like a digestible capacity. Yep. And yeah, I mean, any vet. I think he's in. You, I mean, you can look it up. Bonshi Mortgage in like twenty something states. If you qualify, they'll give you the five hundred. Like that's off the bat. Uh, off the bat, given uh, they'll give you the five hundred dollars towards your closing costs. Five hundred donates backpacks. And then any vet, you don't have to even be associated with Bonshi Mortgage or even working with them. Um, you can have had your house for years. You just submit. We pick you. Lucky random winner winner gets their entire you know mortgage paid off for a whole year. Yeah, we work. Uh, what is it? Ninety two for twenty two. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, Brad Stinson yep. and oh my god, don't tell me I forgot You're his name. You're making me fucking mind fart. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Kenny. Uh, Kenny. Kenny Morello, right? Kenny Morello. Yep. Yes, that's his name. Those two guys have come on, and we actually had a what three, two or three episode roundtable discussion talking about the VA discussion, home loan. Because yep. um, that's all they do, pretty much. Uh, they done what was it? Ninety three percent of them. Uh, in 2019, that was what they done was VA home loans, if I'm not mistaken. Don't hold me to that. Go listen to the roundtable discussion. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm there with you. I think Oink is there with you. It's 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 something that more people need to hear than they think, because um, I think we can all attest that as as readily available as it is, it's not readily available, if that makes sense. I mean, you can't just type in on a search engine this, that, or the other for VA home loan and get the actual information you need. You've got to fucking dig for that shit. Like, don't go to VA.gov either. You'll be there for five years. <laughs> no, and, and so our right. building, it was, our building wasn't approved for VA home loan. And the developer who owned it at the time, he was like, I can't do it. I don't, I heard it takes forever. James, it was literally like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. I'll get it done in two weeks. He's like, whoa, really? Like, you can actually yep. do that? He's like, yes. He's like, it's a big misconception. People think that it's going to take months and it's just a yep. complex method and, and get it approved for the VA home loan. And sure enough, he did it in two weeks. And like all those things we're going to talk about on the podcast and, and uh, um, even after you use the VA home loan, there's ways that you, they'll give you like a, a credit to make your yep. house eco-friendly that's literally just getting new windows. Like, so all the, there's really cool. Th I think they literally just give you a, it's like a credit. I think it's like four or 5,000. So all these really cool things we're just going to kind of hit on. If I'm not mistaken, that's, that was the majority of those episodes. We done the myths and misconceptions. Um, and one of them was yep. the length of time for VA home loans. And I think, I think actually Brad said he closed one in under two weeks, didn't he? If I'm not mistaken. I think so. It was like a week and a half. I mean, it was close to, I mean, yeah. obviously it does take time, but I mean, it was relatively I mean, quick. Yeah. And, and he, he was like, as soon as I asked that question, you could hear the little giggles from 14 year old schoolgirls in the background. Like, Oh my God, this is going to go so good. Right. Like, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you there. And like I said, if you guys need, you know, somewhere to air it or host it, we got you. We got you. Ain't even got to worry about it. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, you guys are, you guys are amazing. Um, Daddy said you guys are cool. That's <laughs> very impressive that you can make yourself talk that way. Is that I, you or is that just like, like I'm impressed and hitting the button kind of thing? Dude, that's all Bo. That is all Bo. That's all Bo. I mean... I can do Louis Armstrong okay. and Joker, but it hurts my fucking vocal cords. <laughs> like straight up. Well, that's that's <laughs> like somebody saying like, oh, I got a secret, but no. I can't tell you right now. It's like, well, you, you don't have to do it. <laughs> Almost everybody has heard Joker that's listened to DV radio because we, I, I sort of used to do that all the time and I'd have to do it before 12 o'clock uh, in the afternoon or else I could not do it at all. It reeks havoc on my vocal cords anybody that's ever played joker will tell you the same thing if you if you do joker the way that it's quote unquote oh. meant to be it will fucking fuck your vocal cords up <laughs> oh 
like I don't do the Heath Ledger Joker. I I don't. I love that voice so much because it reminds me of uh, Tom Watts. Uh, but I I can't do that voice. I like the the more traditional um, Caesar Romero slash Mark Hamill Joker, the gravelly fun house voice. That one. If you've ever seen Once Upon a Time, the television series, and seen uh, Ruffle Stiltskin, the actual Ruffle Stiltskin, not Mr. Gold, when he's in uh, our world, but in the fantasy fairy tale world, I took <laughs> Ruffle Stiltskin's voice and Mark Hamill's Joker and combined them <laughs> and made my Joker. So. <laughs> anyway, I'm going on a fucking rabbit hole. Anyway, um... <laughs> Lipstick challenge. <laughs> June eleventh. Yeah, what yeah. time? June. Yes. June eleventh, four p.m. We're doing a live stream on our Facebook and our YouTube. Um, we're going to be kicking off the lipstick challenge. So, and then it'll be just let's spread it like wildfire. Yeah, we have some like really badass female vets, male too, but they have been like very influential in the female veteran space. So we're, we're excited. Actually, one of the hosts with, uh, the, um, the American Legion podcast, she'll, she's going to be on it. Yep. We got milk money, the founder milk money kitchen, which is like, um, what would you describe that? Uh, it's like micro kitchen rentals for food entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah. She's, I she's thought we were awesome. talking about, I seriously thought you guys were talking about liquid meth for a second when you said that like I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching too much to catch a smuggler now. lately. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, hey, entrepreneur is an entrepreneur, right? You know, we'll help anybody. You want to <laughs> make a living out of it? God bless you. You know, some I'm of sure the some of the best businessmen I've honestly ever known were at one time in their life a drug dealer. I'm not even joking. Those are some of the We're best businessmen. Well, I mean, I've never sold drugs, but... Um, <laughs> uh, and also, after you guys finish yours... We're going to get together here on TV radio and do a face another Facebook live. I don't know how many people are coming. I just know Oink's going to try to be there. Finish our meth. Wait, I'm, are we talking about meth there? Oh, going back to finish. We're talking about meth challenge. Lipstick. Let's make no. Let's make no mistake here. You don't just try meth. At that point, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Tyrone Biggums. That's great. <laughs> but but yeah, we're going to try to get together as many people as we can and we'll go live again right after they finish theirs and see if, you know, we can make fun of a pig in lipstick. EKA PFC's wife of Fort Bragg. I know I know uh JJ from PTS Dogs going to do it. Uh I think I've got a, a streamer from Twitch that said he's going to do it if he can um, because he just moved. And I've got a couple other people that's quote unquote interested. So we'll see how that shit pans see out for both. Yeah. Hey, see how man, I, I like to just put people in a corner and be like, what? What? You don't care about our female vets? What? Yeah. You, you're not manly enough to put it on? Like, okay, fine, I'll put it on. Like, you got to really trap so them in the you're corner. Saying you're hazing. 
Oh I, yeah, I'm straight up hazing. I, you. I would peer pressure. No. I will straight up be a dick. Don't don't fucking tempt me, dude. Do not tempt me. Like, <laughs> Bo will go the extra mile. <laughs> I will call people out in public. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I did one of these guys on a board. He's a civilian. I like told him, he's like, oh, I'm not doing that. And I just like I'm like, what? You don't care about our female vets? I'm like they would they would die for you and you, you won't simply just put some lipstick on, dude. I I got him so far in a corner. He's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. But he, it was it was pretty. I, I mean, I was not PG with uh, with with, with your choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, dude, it's unpoisonous. You can put the lipstick on. Unpoisonous. <laughs> I'm saying that on Friday. Like, don't worry, people. This this lipstick is fully unpoisonous. You will be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm making that Trademark. a word. I Hashtag. Mean, yeah, that is, I guess, a word. Yeah, I'm making that a word. Watch. In a couple months, I'm gonna come back to you and be like, look in the dictionary. You'll see it, and it'll be there. Unpoisonous. Sadly, that's already a word. <laughs> It's a it's a this form of non it's a form of non poisonous <laughs> un unpoisonous. See also non toxic. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, non un, you know unpoisonous. There you go. Wow. Hey, if you um, want to get if you want to get it approved, just sit there and go. It's a make it's the DOD's Make a Wish Foundation. He ran out of crayons to eat. We need not need unpoisonous <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Okay, so everybody's probably wondering why Dave's in here. Well, as I said earlier, he is part of Without Image Band. Uh, we debuted them how many weeks ago now, Oink? Uh, I think it was three weeks. Yeah, three weeks ago. Okay, and which song was that that we played? Thir 32 Days in Hell. There you go. I, Crazy I, Crazy I actually just switched over to it. There you go. So we, we debuted that song uh, three weeks ago. First and foremost, thanks for coming on. Secondly, thank yeah, no you uh, for letting us play your music here on DB Radio. Could you tell us and our listeners a little bit about yourself uh, and Without Image? Yeah, um, I'm Dave. Dave Marshall. They call me Graybeard on stage because my fucking beard's gray. Um, I'm a retired 10th, uh, 10th Special Forces Group uh, team sergeant and a weapons dude. Did my time in the 82nd, jumping out of airplanes. Yeah. Just pretty much did my 20 years in two weeks because you can't retire in the middle of the fucking month. Would have been nice <laughs> knowing I enlisted that shit. I had fucking plans. Right. Um, but it's I I played guitar for a while after, you know, probably starting at 15 because I was a drummer first and we played Metallica's one. And everybody's like, let's go party. And I was like, I'm fucking going to sleep. And at 15 years old, you want to go to sleep, you know, it was bad, bad news. So I just throughout my time in the military, I just kept on, you know, instead of having to go to therapy and all the other shit that they kept on doing through toxic leadership war and everything else, I just kept on fucking writing songs. And I guess some of that shit took on. I mean, I got some, one song we have is called um, No One Wants to Dance With You. And in quotes, it's called Cause Your Pussy Stinks. It was a, all because I was at a Lilith Fair style open mic one night and these girls kept on going i hate men short dick man low credit score man it's like eh, i got something for you <laughs> and um it actually got recorded live and there was almost an applause but the guy got smacked by his chick 
Um, so <laughs> we've always kept it on. <laughs> it's just a great little story about how hippies stink. Um, but yeah, it's just a, so as a, as a, as an SF dude, it was just a way of always, you know, it was either that or drink a lot on deployment because, you know, you weren't supposed to have alcohol. So the first thing we did was always find alcohol because don't tell me what I can't do. Um, <laughs> and we, we kept on doing shit like that. You know, there's more and more musicians throughout the service, you know, whether it was in the, the choir, people used to make fun of the 82nd chorus. It's like, really, you jump out of airplanes and sing to people. I'm coming down on you now. Yeah, not happening. So I was running open mic nights over in Afghanistan between, you know, between missions and everything else. And, you know, people just, they were fucking loving it. So I just, I realized that my experiences, one, keep my ass out of the therapist office, because another reason was if dudes went and got their, you know, if they went to the therapy and did all the benefits that the chain of command was saying, now, if you need to talk to somebody, go talk to somebody. And next thing they go talk to somebody and they're getting their clearances pulled. They're being ripped off the A-teams. They're committing suicide because it just took away their whole fucking life. And I was telling people, hey, write that shit down. I'll turn it into a song if you want. And they're like, cool. And it was just for them. But it just kept on going and going. So a lot of the shit that I, you know, a lot of the original stuff I wrote about was that dark time in the war. And I just tried to put a good spin on it that people would, you know, would like it. Um, and then when I started without image, um, I've, that's always the moniker I recorded under. Um, but the reason we're without image, because we're multi-genre, you have no idea what's going to come out of amplifiers. And we all got faces for radio. So, you know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I mean, truth, truth be told. Um, but it's, and we got a five piece band and three of us are green berets. So me and my bassist doc Poss was, you know, he was a medic in first group and uh, retired as a PA and uh, Billy Roy. He's actually still in um, here in the San Antonio area and just an incredible guy. And I was actually his instructor when he was in the Q course, fucking oh, small cool. world. And then, you know, we got our minority in there with our drummer, Gil, El Jefe, and we even got the disabled guy that's a civilian with one ear because, he, you know, he only hears out of one ear. So we're just nothing but a disabled band of people like, hey, what's these old guys going to do? And we break in the song and they go, huh, wow, this is fucking awesome. So and then, you know. What's a, what's a guy in his mid-40s going to do? I work the crowd like a fucking old stripper. You don't want to see her on that pole, but damn it, they fucking come unglued. You know, when they're like, holy shit, this motherfucker just went from Cody Johnson to Black Sabbath to, hey, girls, get up here and stomp and clap your hands and don't touch me because my wife will shank you. Right. Uh, <laughs> so how long have you guys been together as a band? Been together as a band? Uh, probably 18 months now. Okay. Um, and my bassist used to tour with somebody else and was actually Texas award nominee for being a bass player a long time ago. But um, we've known each other a lot longer than that. We just finally bit the bullet and said, Hey, let's get together and jam. And everything just went from there. And it's like, Hey, here's an original tune I wrote. Give this a listen. They went, you wrote that. Yeah, dude, that's not fucking bad. Okay. Cause Lisa didn't say it didn't suck. Cause there's other songs. I'm like, Hey, let's check this one out. They're like, yeah, it's too much gay. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty damn, you know, and it's some, it's nothing against gay people, but if you have a fair heard, they'd be like, no, just not yeah. happening. So I, I knew it. You a, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I come, I come from that old school generation. I'm unapologetically American and myself. I mean, what I make, you know, what I make up for an ego, I lack in other areas of my body. So right. hey, I'm, I'm self, I'm self deprecating. So, you know, but we are, 
we we look at it as going, hey, we're all in relationships. People are coming out. You know, as soon as live music had happened in Texas again, we were out there pimping ourselves out for the most part. People are coming out, and everybody from their 80s down to teenagers, just like, wow, this is really fucking cool. And then they hear the background of it, and they're like, you mean you guys? You guys should have been on tour. Yeah, we had to save the world first. Sorry, blame the Muslims. And they were just like, wow, oh, that, that that's pretty spot on. And and they they just they saw stuff like that. So. But we just kept on, you know, that song 32 Days in Hell that you guys debuted was actually about a friend of mine, Ivan Davis, who was a fifth group guy over in Nauman for 32 days. And in that summer of 68, everybody was wounded or killed. I mean, it was it was just Armageddon. And and it's out there's a website out there for it. I don't know off the top of my head because that would involve me typing and sorry, (laughs) a few beers into this already Um, drinking yingling. You got to bootleg that shit out to Texas. So. <laughs> fucking bastards, damn Mississippi. Um, but it's just, but yeah, we just, I've always said, hey, you know, in order to keep somebody's legacy alive, you got to keep on talking about them. You know, so if our yeah. brothers died, you know, as you're tipping one up, especially for Memorial Day aspect, yeah, it's, you know, just to remember them is remembering their legacy. You know, and that way, if somebody looks at you and it's like, hey, what's what's wrong with you? Either you can beat the shit out of them, you can sit there and go, hey, I'm, I'm drinking to my buddy's memory. I'm drinking to my boy's memory. He pulled me out of uh, out of a bad thing or, Hey, I had to freaking go tell the spouse of this dude when I was the freaking um, the Casio fit, you know, uh, the Casio assistant officer, the Casio notification officer. So, you know, all that stuff. So, music has just been a way that I believe, you know, that I think most veterans need to get behind it in some form or another, because music is the only universal thing that could piss you off, amp you up, put you in the mood, you know, turn you off. I mean, anything else. And so, on top of that, um, our band supports the Soldier Songs and is nonprofit and it's where we teach songwriting and how to play an instrument for free you know there's multiple chapters around the united states and the whole reason for that is you know people like hey here's my story well why don't you fucking tell your story oh i can't do it well can you just talk you know because most early country music and most rap and shit most music today they're just kind of talking you can auto-tune that shit so why don't you tell your own story because that way you're going to tell better than anybody else i mean i'll do it but you're going to be better at it and so um a lot of our stuff is I kind of approach songwriting as I got rid of most of the bad shit now, except last year in COVID and political situations when we made the song no more. That's actually just an anthem of you know, pretty much fucky, you, you're fucking the wrong person. Um, and people love it. Old ladies, no more. Um, <laughs> but but for people to for people just to get behind that music and tell their story, it's either, you know, it's either that or the therapist office. So it's and if you tell the right story shit welcome to, you never got to work another day in your life that motherfucker hits number one rolling you can go on an oxy fucking binge all you want to at that point you know now, you gotta worry about the fucking va <laughs> i mean so i'm actually glad that you talked about why you guys do the songs that you do and do the music that you do and how you got into it um just to be clear you guys are completely independent correct yeah we're we're not signed to a label um people have approached us and we look at them going why it's like what are you going to do? Because when I know the music industry, you know, just like I know the legal industry, because been divorced a couple times, and um, but the whole, I go, I'm also a business major. I, I'm an international project manager. You know, we we have a guy who ran NASA's communication, which is my other guitarist. And so it's just a matter of, you know, if you're coming at us, you you got to show me something I ain't seen before in business. And one thing, there's nothing in the business world that you ain't been seen if you've been deployed as many times as I have. 
you know, different right. lines of funding and shit. So we're, we're, yeah, we're strictly independent. We do everything for ourselves. Matter of fact, our music, we're, we're going to go into studio this month or uh, this month and next month, uh, probably put down our LP, which is going to be great hits volume one. Everybody's like, why? Well, cause the next one's going to be greater. It's volume one. Right. You got a fucking problem with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, what, happens, what happens when you <laughs> go ahead? So if you don't mind, how can people listen to all of your music that you out, have out currently now or get in contact with you if they do want you for a gig? Yeah. Um, well, it's, uh, we're sticking to Texas for now, unless you pay that much. Cause you know, we got families, but, um, we're on <laughs> Facebook under without image band. And when you look at the logo, it's pretty stupid. It's just a W with a slash and an I, and it says without image underneath of it, because face it, we'll let our music do the talking. You can, um, we're on soundcloud.com. It's, you can download the free app and, um, we're under without underscore image and fuck, we probably got, you know, out of all our original songs on there and there you'll see their multi-genre, um, some songs are about me and my daughter, some song, you know, a lot of the songs are about the war, but it's, yeah. So we're on SoundCloud after we cut our EP, we'll be good. But um, if you hit us up on the Facebook and, you know, if we can make something happen, hell yes, we'll play. You want us to do a shout out to, to somebody, you know, that's in the veteran community or they're getting retirement and you don't like them. I'll make an asshole song about them real quick and freaking <laughs> send it over acoustically. Why? Cause that's what kind of guys we are, you know, cause, cause that's what I love about veterans. You got, got to remember out in the corporate world. Oh, Janice, you did a wonderful job. Well, thanks, Bob. For us, we're like, hey, fuck stain. What's going on? He right. loves me. Damn right we do. You know, we may not get along. I may not like your politics. I may not even like your fucking MOS logistics guys trying to hold on to the paper. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah, way to keep my mini guns for me, assholes. Um, <laughs> but it's a, uh, but yeah, it's, we, our music, we, we try and have our music, even though we have some stuff that could be considered mainstream and a lot of people love it. It's our just another way of telling the veteran story, right. you know, and it's and that way, because some people just won't get it. But if they listen to it, they're like, hey, and all of a sudden some they're just listening to it, listening, you know, studying in their room. And next thing you know, like, wow, that's that's a pretty deep fucking line. Holy shit. You and know, you guys we have actually submitted uh, through the the, the uh, independent musician <laughs> form and you're the second band that sent us actual files that filled out that form so thank you i want to hey why not thank you for that it's it's pretty easy it's a checklist right name cool band name cool contact info cool give me a fucking email address cool do you want us to pull it down now send the files on my own why i actually because we're low time i actually had somebody because you know you've got on the form for legal reasons, I have you to put your artist and stage name and band name, and uh, if you uh, and your legal name for legal reasons. And someone oh, yeah. actually on both fucking lines put their stage name, and I was like, I can't use this guy. This is a legal binding contract. At the end of the day, I for legal purposes, <laughs> I can't use that because I'm pretty sure it doesn't say Bozo the fucking clown on your goddamn birth certificate, like pretty sure like and they've not responded back even though they said they wanted to refill out the form i'm not you know it's up to you if you want your you know to let others hear your music or not and then all that but i'm like how hard is that like i mean do you I sign i don't know mortgage? you got that you have that fucking career specialist out there's like <laughs> damn it you're gonna remember me i'm changing my name like chad okosinko did i'm gonna right? fucking be i'm gonna be senior specialist malarkey is like, that your legal name? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, you're not Teller, right? Like, 
it literally says on his all his legal documents now NFT no first uh, NFN no first name uh, teller. So yeah, he legally done that. But I'm pretty sure you as a twenty something year old are not legally wampum stompum hip hop artist. Like it's it's just not happening, guy. Yeah. <laughs> No, until you until you get that big and you get an entourage and yeah, and, and until I mean, you have to walk around with fucking bodyguards, you're not that guy. <laughs> and that's the best part. That's the best part about our band. I think we're the only band out there that doesn't need their own fucking private security. Yeah, because we ain't drinking on stage. We're like, hey, motherfucker! It's like, okay, what side do you want me to pull from? My in ear monitors, or do you want the Glock in the face? Your call, bro. Because if I got to break this guitar, <laughs> your ass is done, and I'm going to stomp you, choke you the fuck out with the microphone cable and leave you up there as a as a result while still singing right <laughs> dude that's a so, that's all that that's a pretty close to a true story from a karaoke thing that me and my wife did probably 18 months ago with family and this drunk dude was like just coming up around us just like dude you keep on looking at me that way i will choke you the fuck out with this microphone cord <laughs> and keep singing that's like take one more step forward and try me bitch and my brother-in-law looked at him going son you might want to step away because um, he's got that look in his eye meaning this is going down whether you want to or not, because I'm not going to, no one's going to call me no liar. <laughs> right. Uh, Oi, do you have any questions for Dave or without image or anything? Well, I think he's t- uh, touched on it. You know, one of the biggest things here at DV Radio, we believe that uh, music uh, can provide a certain type of therapy, depending yeah. on the, your mood, like you touched on, you know, whether you're sad, happy, angry, or whatever. And I think that uh, that song 32 Days in Hell kind of touched a lot of folks. And I would touch a buddy of mine down there in uh, Idaho that would listen to it. And he's like, man, who the hell was the name of that band? I want to I want to listen to their stuff. So oh, I'm just glad you're doing it. I mean, I really am. Uh, I think we need more veterans out there telling more stories of, of shit that we've done, like you said, to carry on the legacy of these past brothers and sisters we've lost and or, you know, the, the struggles we've gone through and shit like that. So I think you guys, you're touching on something that, that, that I think is going to draw a lot of interest, to be honest with you guys. It does. And people call it a niche market. We're like, yeah, yeah whatever. It's like, you know, we're, we're veterans. You can't change who the fuck you are. Nope. You know, it, and I mean, you know, I, I've, I've kind of got a problem with calling that a niche market because I know people that have never one day in their life or a moment in their life thought anything about the military and they hear a song that was made by a veteran or that is about veterans or the military in general. And on some wavelength, it touches them one way or another. And I'm like, you can't call that a niche market. Yes, you're looking for a certain audience. I get that. That's a niche audience. That is a niche audience. However, you're not making a niche genre, right? Like, you have a story to tell and you're doing it. Like uh, Tom McDonald. People are so surprised that we share Tom McDonald's music or up, Ryan Upchurch's music or Marine Rapper or Topher or somebody like that. And I'm like, they're real fucking songs. They have a meaning. They have a story. And people need to fucking hear it. Not this shit that some 15-year-old made for their dad and their dad took it to this record label and this record label sold it to this artist and now this artist is saying, I made this song. No, that's no, that's not music to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) But one of the the incredible things that, you know, that happened after pretty much when we started the band is 
we're looking out for hey, who's got an open mic because you know best easiest way to do it is take an acoustic guitar without all the frills without you mm-hmm. know without my Marshall stack and my Les Pauls and you know dressed up to the fucking nines because you know it's once you're on stage you're a performer and we'd sit there and we're like an alt- an intimate songwriter night with you know with David Lee who has written for <laughs> he wrote lots of songs on Cody Johnson's first album for country and he's just a country boy but he was in Nashville for years and I sat there and played. I think it was looking from the outside in because they're all about country and yeah. the, I sing country with a Philadelphia accent, uh, meaning it's rock. And uh, <laughs> no matter how hard I try and put it away, cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to offend somebody. If I'm making fun of somebody, I'll put, I'll put on a fake Southern accent, but no, nah, it's, it's not going to happen for what it is. Cause what I realize is rock, you know, as long as it ain't pop, you know, everything's either country or it's rock. And it's just depending on what the message you're sending. But yeah. I finished that thing up and that whole entire fucking crowd's looking at me going, where the fuck you been? <laughs> Saving the world. Why? What's up? You know, like, dude, that is a fucking hit. It's like, well, call your people. And if not, guess what? It's a hit. If y'all like it, then come see us live and we're live. And that's because we're not, we're not going to be millionaires off it. But if we do, okay, fuck it. We'll go out and tour. We ain't, we're, we're going to be the same damn way. Yeah. You know, we come off stage and people are like, yo, bros in the 82nd. Hey, cool. And some chicks be like, yes, ah, like, bitch, you're about to get stabbed by my wife. Come on, guys. Uh, and, and we'll take we'll take it to the back room, have some fucking beers and discuss that stuff and go, hey, man, how can we help you? Because at the same time, me, um, I'm also an ambassador for the Green Bray Foundation, um, you know, because it's their their benevolent organization that helps out our SF brothers and their family, whether everything from when they're KIA all the way through transition service. And so with we sit there and spread the message. We spread the word. Hell, our last Memorial Day show, we stopped it probably 40 times to toast over 40 people, you know, from World War II all the way in. Brothers of mine, people who knew people were like, hey, this is their day. And the reviews we got from that, because typically we celebrate Memorial Day our own way. It's That's our brothers. You know, if I'm bellied up to a bar all day long, just sitting there thinking about it, which is a song called I Don't Care, uh, written about that. And it's most of the time we just want to be left alone, but we're, we're saying, Hey, we're going to perform this. And we, for that entire day, the reviews that actually went to the newspaper about the band were like, that is the first time in our history, in my history, this was an 82 year old man said it was the first time I actually felt like celebrating the lives of those that went before us because I've let it be known. You know, I got choked up toast to my buddies, you know, my brothers who did fall. And, you know, I was just like, Hey, to them. And they were just like, wow, this is actually what it's about. We are allowed to live our lives. We're allowed to have a good damn time because damn straight they are. <laughs> if they're up in heaven, AKA Valhalla, shit, you know, they're toasting. They're toasting right yeah. back with us. And that's, I mean, because we we all lost somebody, whether it was in training, whether it was in war, most of us lost lots of people. And if we don't toast them, if we don't sing about them, if we don't talk about them, then their legacy dies. And we're yeah. only, our legacies, my legacy is probably only going to be around for, three generations because that's probably the statute of limitations on some of the crimes I've done. Uh, but <laughs> can we finally expunge this fucker's record? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, just, and, and that's what, and that's absolutely what we're about. You know, we, we love having a damn good time and we love putting out good music for people. And that's, I mean, on here I'm cursing because we're around brothers and sisters, but on stage, unless it's in the song, we don't, you know, I'm never one of them, put your fucking hands up. I mean, because every time I heard that, it was usually because I did something wrong and there's a there's a gun on me. You know, <laughs> hey, sing the songs. Now, you fucking, you paid the cover charge to come see us. As a matter of fact, I tell you what, I'll sing the songs. Y'all just sit back and get fucked up. It's right. like, you look across the room. It's like, hey, some of y'all looking at them girls pretty good. Let me see if I can't seal that deal for you. Here's my wedding song, y'all. And, and we, we break into my, the wedding song I wrote for me and my wife. 
And they're like, oh, this is so awesome. It's like, yeah, it's a personalized experience. <laughs> so, and they're just like, wow. And you guys toppled two governments and killed that many people? Yeah, why? Want me to keep on going? No, no, no. We, we, we like your music. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, before we switch gears for Google's junk that's in the news, because I don't know how much she's got, and she's probably going to piss me off tonight, and I'm probably going to rant, and we're probably going to go well over our 11 o'clock time. That's what we always do, because it's Google, and I pit, get pissed off because it's Google. Um, <laughs> Dave, what else do you want to tell the people about, first off, Without Image, and to how they can listen and or contact you guys? Yeah, again, um, if you hit us up on on the Facebook page or the Instagram page, we actually... Um, and just reach out if you want to say hi. Um, if you want us to come play there, we'll see, you know, we'll see how much time we have because you know, again, we are family men and we are, you know, we all have day jobs because right. if you, if you see the size of us, we're not starving artists, you know, we're smart. Um, <laughs> that's why we wear skinny jeans. It's not, it's just, we're swole. And, but it's just, yeah, hit us up on all the social media stuff. Um, we have a, we have an email without image band at gmail.com. Um, and just drop us a line. If you like what you hear, we'll keep on writing that stuff. If you don't like what you hear, well, fuck off. We'll find some other way to doing it. And, uh, <laughs> we'll write another song about that, but no, it's, uh, we appreciate everybody's listening because Hey, if we can be the soundtrack of your night, if we, you know, if we, if we pull you out of a funk, if we help you remember, if we rock you out, if you roll it, you know, if you're about to roll on a mission and you're where your jock up song fucking right. Hey, just shoot us a <laughs> shout out and you know, and we're, we're cool with it. So we're, we're the most humble people on the planet is, you know, we'd like to have fun, but at the end of the day, it's, it's people that listen are the only reason, you know, I write the songs for me first and then we play them and everybody says, wow, where most people, that's a good damn song. Good. We're playing it for you now. It's you take ownership of it as well. Right. So, hey, Dave, um, pretty interesting fact on, on our search platform, Roger, the number one search thing is, um, uh, what is it? Is guitars for vets? Like it's been blowing up lately, which is uh, interesting. A lot of like musical theme nonprofits, guitar, just singing things like that, have been uh, blowing up on Roger lately. Oh yeah, it's uh, guitars for vets is a great organization. They'll they'll actually give you a few guitar lessons to get your guitar. Um, you have Operation Home, which is um, or Home Song. Which yep. is a which is Nashville based. Uh, my buddy David Lee actually has written some songs for the veterans. Pretty much, they interview them, they go through, and they do it at the Rhineland Theater. I'm like, fuck, I'll play the Rhineland Theater. Bring it on. <laughs> and and we and we may be helping out uh, Warriors Heart, which is a uh, substance abuse for special operators and uh, first responders thing. And we may get you know get their struggle into a song so that way when they're when they're feeling down. They'll, you know, we'll record it for them and go, hey, remember when you were in this bad place? Hey, pull yourself out of it, slap nuts. And if you need to, sit, shoot an email, shoot a text. You know, they'll, they'll come and, you know, grab you out. If without image just so happens to make it to the Grand Ole Opry, I better hear DD Radio come out of your mouth at least once while on stage and live. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn. Damn right. <laughs> hey, if, I say, hey, if I say I'm going to give a shout out, I'll give a fucking shout out. <laughs> I, Grand Ole Opry just came to mind because Leslie uh, Nelson just went on Grand Ole Opry like two weeks ago, a week ago. That old guy, he can fucking get it. I don't care what anybody says. That's the funniest fucking Tennessean I've ever fucking seen. Write a check out to that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I hope you, Brett, and Alexa will stay with us for Google's junk that's in the news. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> 
I am I am here to that, man. <laughs> I've just read what Google said in Zoom. It's pissing me off. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like you're talking and you're talking and and then the conversation's further along. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's what happens when you show up to the show late, goddammit. <sighs> No, like my my computer's just been retarded lately. Uh huh. Blame it on the computer. We we're actually me and Oink were actually waiting while you were doing homework for updates about the Trump speech. We don't want to hear about them during the show because it's junk that's in the news time. <laughs> All I heard 1026. was me and Oink the Trump speech. Oh my god! <laughs> no, like, Dude, what the fuck? Her shit is fucked tonight. Wow, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh my God, this is great! It's usually we one can't of have us. a show without technical difficulties. <laughs> no, we can't. We fucking can't. I can't go one God. weekend without it. Nope. I, I was re-listening to the first that. frag out drag out with Fester on it, and of course we had technical difficulties. Yep. Almost the entire show. Yep. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. So, it. Yeah. It's it. <laughs> Love you, Google. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you can start anytime. I won't even do the intro because I know it'll piss you off because you won't even hear the end of it, probably. <laughs> I know, right? It's like missing every few seconds. All right. Um, so there's a public service announcement that the FDA issued. Um, so I guess the cicadas are a popular <laughs> snack. And the FDA has warned people about eating cicadas, saying oh, that if God. you have a seafood allergies, do not, not eat these little bugs that come out once every 17 years. What? <laughs> I, I fucking saw that. Yep. Yep, I heard about it. I fucking saw, I saw that this morning. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I can. Yeah, I'm gonna heap and fucking play the cicadas. Where are the fucking bugs are in front of me? I just want to pile them up. I mean, what the hell? Just give, just give me their old skins. They're like, <laughs> they're like fucking pork rinds. It's <laughs> like, ah, oh, like I don't. I mean, I'm not one to eat bugs anyway. That's all I used to see. I'm like, on we the have locust, to have a- <laughs> on the locust and poplar trees around here. That's all you used to see during the summertime was fucking cicada shells. And I was like, why is there a pork rod on the tree, mama? It's a cicada, bud. <laughs> but I want to eat it. Oh, no, that's man. nasty. That's so that's, funny. That's some ghetto Mexican chicharrones right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Food Agency and the Environmental Protection Agency also have warned pet owners to be wary if cats and dogs are eating these cicadas. If they're consumed in large volumes, the exoskeleton can irritate the stomach lining and the bugs also pose a choking hazard for smaller pets. So there you go. If you have seafood allergy, don't eat them. If you have a dog or a cat, make sure they don't eat them. Oh, just don't eat them. <laughs> don't Unless fucking eat the cicada. <laughs> Unless you do it in a crawfish boil. <laughs> It's just gross. <laughs> My God. Okay. Since um, 
Dave, since you brought up skinny jeans, this story was in the news like for last week and the week before. We're doing it this week because you brought up skinny jeans. Kim Jong-un has banned skinny jeans over in over in North Korea. Over fears that decadent could topple the regime. We have I too many American trans in North Korea. We don't need the Thai jeans no more. <laughs> like I can seriously see him saying that. <laughs> you know, you know what? I I I can't stand North Korea, but I I, I agree with him on this decision. I, I do too, actually. <laughs> I mean, really, it's you know, pull your pants up and st- swell, just relax, fit. You can't fucking con- conceal carry with a damn skinny jean. <laughs> And I don't need to see no damn moose knuckle walking around from a male. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god! Um, ripped in skinny jeans and extravagant haircuts are all viewed as signs of an invasion of capitalistic lifestyle. <laughs> so you also cannot have a mohawk. Um, <laughs> have you seen Kim Jong Un's fucking hair? That is the epitome of fucking capitalism, right there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the state newspaper, the Rodong Sinmun, um, an organ of the secretive state's ruling Workers' Party, launched a fresh appeal for such items to be kept at bay for fear of making the country collapse like a damp wall. <laughs> the funny so part is, I- <laughs> you, you described every E4 and below in the Marine Corps with what you just described. <laughs> <laughs> Kim has outlawed non-social styles with a very limited range of approved haircuts allowed. (laughs) I'm like, where the fuck does he come up with this shit? There is a literal haircut law. Oh, you (laughs) It's like, well, you can't have your hair look like that. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. There are sergeant majors out there. Can't wear them. There are sergeant majors around the planet right now going, I, I, I can get behind this. You know, there yeah. are there are literally 15 state approved hairstyles for men and women. What the fuck? And the, oh, my goodness. These are like, I kid you not. These are like the worst haircuts of the 1990s. Like every single one of them. Like... Gender oh, equality man. in North Korea, my fucking ass. Every single one of them are like the things that we look back on now. And we're like, oh my god, I had that haircut. <laughs> fucking flock of seagulls, no more. Oh Dude, this man, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like I said, I don't, I don't know where people come up with this stuff. <sighs> so there you have it. No more skinny jeans in North Korea. Um. I saw this on the news and it was kind of freaky. Um, I I personally yeah. probably would not be going and swimming up here. There is a swimming pool in London, 115 feet above the ground between two blocks. That's and a Minecraft shit right bottom. there. What? That's some Minecraft shit right there that some fucking eight-year-old dreamed up. Yeah, yeah. I can see Jason Statham in the the next mechanic movie going and draining that fucker too. (laughs) Right. The swimmers with a head for heights should go swimming there. It's a glass-bottomed pool. 
between two buildings crossing a street and all that. I'm calling it now, either the next Marvel movie or the next DC movie. Either the Marvel movie or the next DC movie is going to use that and either Sub-Zero or fucking Iron Man is going (laughs) to crash through that shit. Right? Oh, my God. Not Sub-Zero, fucking Mr. Fuck. I don't know why I said Sub-Zero. The, the question is, will you get fined if you pull your freaking trousers down and moon on the bottom of the pool, everybody below you? I don't, well, I, mean, I don't think that they would really be able to see that because it is 115 feet up in the air. Have you, you haven't look, seen how big my ass is. <laughs> have, you, have you seen what things look like from 115 feet below, Google? Like, I mean... Oh my goodness! I, mean, I don't know what you said, Bo. I heard. Have you seen? <laughs> Just keep going. And I'm like, have I seen what? <laughs> keep going. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> the pool was shipped to London from Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> like, why couldn't they? I'm like, why couldn't they just build it in the UK? Come on. You would think it would be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to ship them. We've got to build this pool in Colorado and but- ship it over here. <laughs> like, my God. It holds 400 tons of water, which is quite a lot. And um, you can see for miles around, including the, I don't know why they include a billion dollar because it's the only one that has a price tag on it. But you can see the U.S. Embassy, the Houses of Parliament, and um, the London Eye from this pool. I'm like, yeah, I will pass. It's got to be kind of scary for the people like going underneath that, too. I mean, yeah. I don't know. When it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> that is true. He dies, that is he dies. that is true. I mean, the that French is... did send us the Statue of Liberty, so the least we could do is send them a transparent pool that they can mount 115 feet up in the air. Very true. Very true. Um, now, another very expensive project is the $700 million waterfront park in Seattle. But it's not just any waterfront park. It's a woke waterfront park. I guess your ass is woke if you're in a fucking water park. Because <laughs> if you asleep, you drowning, bitch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, please. Um, please tell me how you get this motherfucker. And what? In the water park. How do you it's get to it? It's not a water park. A waterfront park. It's, well, I guess it kind of is. It's a waterfront park. And they have like plaques and stuff like all throughout the park. That the fuck be, is a like, waterfront park? With, I, I know. It's either well, a water park is, or yeah. not. What the, what the fuck is what a waterfront park? What, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's a park at the waterfront. It's that a fucking a water park. It's a waterfront park. It's a water park. Fucking fancy no. people no, in their fancy it's, names. It's a park at the waterfront. That's like, well, oh, let's enter the smoke room. Let's enter the day room. God damn it. It's a fucking living room. It's a fucking outdoor porch. Like, 
stop it with your rich fucking oh fancy names. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> what the fuck? Into the dining room to eat. We sit in the sitting room to talk about stories. Like, that's what I feel like you've just done to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, look. The seven hundred million dollar water park, waterfront park, oh promises God. to be an open space with stunning views of the Puget Sound and an agenda aimed at dismantling racism. Yeah, because seven hundred million dollars could help. Seven hundred million dollars could help the fucking inner city that really fucking needs it. But no, let's get a park. Yeah, that's how woke you are. Way to misappropriate money. Let's take BLM for three hundred, Alex. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Friends of Waterfront Park is a nonprofit tasked with raising well, one hundred million dollars for construction, and then managing the park's entertainment and security. Yes, On its website, it touts Friends of Waterfront Seattle acknowledges that historic and existing systemic racism is embedded in our city. It also states. The goal is to create inclusive spaces for community-driven cultural events where all people, specifically Black, Indigenous, and people of color, as well as underserved communities, feel welcome and safe. Look, Have you ever been to look, Seattle? If you didn't feel yeah. fucking welcome. <laughs> I mean, Have you ever been? To, they protest the a protest. Well, it's just a protest. For fuck's sake. Look, I'm all well, for making... The homeless... <laughs> Uh-oh. Situation has, like, quadrupled. <laughs> Look, I'm all for making oh, the city better um, and, and this, that, and the other and more inviting. But when you say that we're going to make the city look so much better, oh, yeah, we're doing this for equality, too. We're a nonprofit. Don't forget, you're a piece of shit. You're literally now, a piece of shit. Now, here, here is what the funniest thing is. Um, I guess in an interview they were asked, like, what they what they utilize to when they're hiring people and friends of waterfront seattle responded we hire candidates based on their skills experience and qualifications like every oh, other motherfucking i'm like wait i thought you guys were woke <laughs> yeah Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> i guarantee like, wait a minute i guarantee you they're going to be high like i don't care who you who you fucking hire I've made that clear. It should be based on what they can bring to your fucking uh, employment. But I guarantee you they're going to be touting. We've got 50% homosexuals or 50% blacks or 50% Asian American. Like they're going to be fucking touting that shit, even though they said that right there. I guarantee it. And that is the piece of shit that yep. I cannot back. I can't. When you fucking contradict yourself like that. You are a literal piece of shit that's just doing it so you can make a name for yourself. And I cannot stand that. I agree. Um, I'm going to reach out to them on the band page and go, hey, we want to play there just so they can shoot <laughs> us down and go, see, <laughs> fuck you. You didn't let a band of minorities play. We even have a Mexican. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> well, Mike Sotelo, who represents minority <laughs> business owners, said no. He's actually like he's worried that the messaging will drive tourists away. And he said no one likes to go on a Saturday afternoon to spend time with their family and get hit with guilt and told all these negative things yep. about something they had no control over. I'm yep. like, hell yeah. It's, yeah, it's true the that. truth. I mean, like. We have come to a society that if you're not guilted into doing something, then you shouldn't be doing it. And that is not right on any 
wavelength whatsoever. I can't control what happened 200, 300 years ago. Do I feel sorry that it happened? You're goddamn fucking right. Even up 60 years ago, I am so sorry. But that wasn't me. I, I didn't do that. I can't control what's happening today either. It's not my family doing it. It's some jackass out here doing it because of the stupid laws we have in place that don't actually fucking go through. Like, that's the shit that pisses me off. They they blame everybody, and you can't do that. You you can't. Well, you're at, you're more at fault than I am. Oh, I know. Yeah, you fucking immigrant, <laughs> you. They don't. Yeah, they, they don't want you to get fucking guilt, guilt, guilted into doing something. I'm like, man, have you have you ever been married? I get guilted in this shit all the time. Just like God, my, my wife. My wife must be the woke spokesperson in the world. I love her. But I get guilted into everything. Just for those that's kind of what I'm doing on the, the lipstick challenge. And that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally people to do it and make them feel bad. That's funny. just to give everybody a little insight on if you if you've never right, heard you let me, Google, um, hush, let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you and your fucked up computer tonight. <laughs> hey, you know, gotta keep it interesting. The reason I um, said the reason I said that to Google is she's a literal immigrant if you've never heard that story here on TV Radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's that. And we love okay. her. Legal moving, at that. <laughs> moving along. Moving along, <clears throat> Danish journalist has sex during interview for segment on Swingers Club. What? I can't. That's a. I can't fault the guy on that. Well, it was a female, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just assumed. Assume away. Assuming her identity. Come on now, you're not woke. <laughs> so this happened in Denmark. She's a radio show journalist thing anyway um <laughs> she can be heard moaning during the on the record intercourse part of a two-minute segment that aired on the radio and she said i don't have a boyfriend that definitely made it a lot easier and i'm like you're out of fucking swingers <laughs> i was about to say what else do you fucking expect from an interviewer who is single at a swingers club interviewing them oh man oh no it- it gets even better than that. This true story. Back when I was uh, back when I was a cadre for the Q course at Bragg, we were, you know, the band that was in a new machine at the time. We were, we were at a fucking bar and come to find out there's a swingers meet and greet. Well, typically we guys were like, man, fucking swingers. Dude, that's pretty awesome. Look what the fuck it is. Yeah. What I realized about swingers is I'm sick and tired of fucking my fat, disgusting piece of shit. I want to go fuck your fat, disgusting piece of shit. And we're just going to, you know, that's going to get us off. It was disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. (laughs) Like, that's all he got? Two minutes, man? All right. (laughs) Two minutes. (laughs) What what do you do with the other minute and a half? (laughs) I think that one minute was taking his socks off, and the other minute was put them on. (laughs) (laughs) And they were crusty by that time. Oh, Uh, my goodness. So the story was about how, like, this swingers club named swingland has finally reopened 
because you know COVID is gone. Um, <laughs> and so, and she said most of them were very positive. They thought it was brave and cool. Others think that I've crossed the line in journalism. I'm like, oh my god. This is what Recoil so, said in our news chat that we have when that when was funny. He he said that's what you call immersion journalism. She really gets into her work. The topic was deeply penetrated. She sure too one. She sure took one for the team. She allowed the lifestyle to be driven home. The end of the story was a real climax. <laughs> oh my god! And people wonder so why we go. get along so well. <laughs> and then, and then, Bo pointed out she um she tweeted saying, <laughs> saying warning it got hot and wet for both a reporter and the guests <laughs> she did <laughs> straight up oh, i'm like jesus christ like what is wrong with people i don't a lot <laughs> but trump incited <laughs> violence on january 6th she <laughs> oh she she also said she she also said um, after it aired on the radio, she said, my mother just thinks it's funny and laughs. My father thought it was really cool. Cool. And I'm like, your parents listened to this radio show and heard you having sex? Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I will be mortified. Well, I mean, the one thing I can give most Europeans is they're so open about sexual relations in any sense of this genre. Look, Bo. I would be more of a European. Okay, Google being the exception. <laughs> well, there's always that one, goddammit. To the room, I know, right? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, moving right along. So let's go with this one. Um, I don't know, but. Supposedly, like, science is now saying that road rage is genetic. Um, and they're referring to it as, as accelerousal is likely an innate behavior for edgy drivers. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Wait for it. Next thing it'll be is BDSMA <laughs> automobiles. So. <laughs> Was it on Pornhub? Because if not, <laughs> it didn't happen. Bondage, <laughs> don't forget your bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, and automobile sexual arousal. Like, that's... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you ain't getting ahead of 110. You ain't so, doing it right, um, boy. <laughs> the, the study leader and University of Houston professor said we call the phenomenon accelerousal arousal being a psychology term that describes stress accelerousal is what we identify as stress provoked by acceleration events even small ones and i'm like i've never fucking even heard of this term but okay you might guess as a Texan, I said, there's no there's no arousal driving through Houston. There is straight up. I want to shoot everybody because they <laughs> suck. It's like they had two city planners. The interstate stops as a stop sign right in the fucking middle. Of it. Yeah, fuck that city. Yeah, I get it. Road rage ain't genetic. It's just fuck them I, guys. I feel, like, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like my word is better. Unpoisonous or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
We we surveyed a hundred random people. Uh, top six answers on the board. Google, you just answered number one. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the guy goes on and says, it may be partly due to genetic predisposition. It was a very consistent behavior, which means in all likelihood, this is an innate human characteristic. Now, they did have 11 drivers take part in this study. So it's... It's a good number. That's a lot of people. Dude, that, that's a good majority of people that can legally drive. <laughs> and, and another and one of the other researchers said, thanks to our work, we now have an understanding of accelerousal phobia that was hidden in plain sight. I'm like, oh my God. Wait, now no. it's a phobia? Apparently accelerousal also takes its toll on the body. Yeah, because I can. Yeah, because my generations that go back to the Roman legions. Yeah, the guy in the chariot was flipping off people. Right. <laughs> Get out of my way, horse. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> wait, my, my, all the characteristics wait, of wait, long-term stressor with all wait, the health and other implications that this may Wait, entail. why? Why are they calling this a phobia? Because isn't a phobia like really extreme, irrational fears of things like? That's not a phobia by any sense of the definition whatsoever. Oh, oh, yeah, like, like, like you can't get a boner or something. I don't know. Isn't that like a, yeah, yeah, yeah arousal like means a stimulation. You get some morning wood going on. Yeah, but I haven't Google, had, I haven't Google, had road wood. Google read that it was a phobia just now. They said we understand that the phobia it's not a phobia. It phobia is like, a it was hidden in plain sight. Yeah, that's not a phobia. <laughs> I guess people, I mean, I guess maybe saying that like people are afraid. I mean, that could be what it is. I mean, I know I have a lot of road rage. Yeah, so well, yeah, I well, they say it's they say it's the fucking road rage. You see all these stupid. They said it's, it comes out in tweens. You see stupid tweens on the fucking phones in the cars. Yeah. It ain't road rage. It's calling out, it's calling out bullshit. <laughs> excuses, it's not excuses. even just the tweens. It's everybody. It's the old people, too. It's more old people than it is young it's people, so, actually. It's horrible. Let me tell you, Six and I can be driving somewhere, and we'll be stuck behind a slow person. And by the time we finally get to pass them, we have, we're like, watch. This person is going to be on the phone and a female, and nine <laughs> times out of ten it is. I'm like, yep. these bitches are giving a, are giving me a bad name. Like, I know how to drive. <laughs> That's the same it's thing like, my wife says. Half the slow people up here in Alaska are just stoned. I mean, <laughs> half the pe slow people God. here here in North Carolina just you know driving something slow. from 19, 1952. <laughs> No, it's it's oh, just from Carolina man. people. All right, I've got two more stories to get to. This is actually, I think, this is more of a public service announcement, also than uh, than a story. Um, in this happened in China, so don't be surprised because Lamborghinis cost like what five dollars in China. Yeah. Um, do not <laughs> try to grill your meat on an exhaust of a Lamborghini. I'm it so, can explode. I'm so glad that you fucking finished that sentence. Mm -hmm. 
because I did not see it going that route. The video more like <laughs> the video really like brings it home, but like you can see it start to smoke. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what is wrong with people? Seriously, what is wrong with people? Well, I'd say they make pills for it, but they're made in China. So, <laughs> so, so what happened was, um, one, one of the guys in the video tried to grill me on the exhaust of the Lamborghini while another person was in the supercar pressing the accelerator to make it like flame. Oh my God. Like, good job. Do you, good job. Do you realize, do you realize the RPM red line that son of a bitch got? Just imagine yeah. redlining your Lambo to the point that it's spitting out flames and you do it consistently for a few minutes long enough for it to fucking burn itself up. <laughs> I, I do have a question. Did they mention what kind of steak it was? No. Steak? You might be able China. to see it's it fucking dog. <laughs> you might be able to see it in the video. Not a breed with like, a dog. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like cat. Like, like, <laughs> oh, we 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 know they oh they guzzle. Goodness. We know that fucking car guzzles gas. I'm just pissed off. Their gas prices are good enough. They can fucking do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When I saw the video and I heard this story, I'm like, who the fuck would even think about this? I don't know. Oh, let me I, use my car's exhaust to grow my steak. I seriously think oh. this was I seriously think this was rat because that's too small to be any type of meat a human would normally consume. And is a chihuahua. <laughs> oh, Ho Chi Minh, I want my carbon monoxide know. flavoring. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, if the SEC so hasn't banned this, this yet, they're gonna the ban this after thing. the night. This is the final story of the evening coming up right now. Um, all I will say is the purchaser Nothing. is a fucking idiot and the artist is a genius because this artist sold invisible sculpture for $18,000. Oh, I fucking heard about this. My buddy told me yesterday. I saw that. I saw that too. The it, artist. It's real. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just the fucking. Just described his piece as a vacuum for eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, but what what the fuck did that banana peel get stuck to the wall? That was like two hundred thousand, wasn't it, or some that, shit? That was that was an actual banana, and then he took it off the wall and ate it. That's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> and, like like this one. At was... least that dude paid for his potassium. Well, that's true. We got something out of it. Well, did you guys see those NFT tokens like going through like millions now? That's yeah, that's kind that, of like it's yeah, it's insane. It's all turned it into something like, that was never meant to be. That's what it's all turned into be. So this the, artist, <clears throat> this artist, um, said that the vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy, and <laughs> even if we have, even if we empty it and there mm -hmm. is nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing has a weight. Therefore, it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles that is into us. Bet this uh, artist reads stones and does naked <laughs> yoga for sunshine in its ass, too, because we've done an article on sunshine in the ass. 
It's crazy. You remember that? You remember the sunshine yep. in the ass article we done? We're naked. Oh, yoga? yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fucking that. That's who yep. done this. I bet. I guarantee you that's who sold this fucking <laughs> invisible art. We do not know who the buyer is. It has been reported that the sculpture will need to be displayed in an unobstructed in an unobstructed oh area that is five feet by five feet. It should also be displayed in a private home. I bet so. I wonder you don't want why anybody you can't put it, it in an art gallery. Because if not, it's just a side. <laughs> it's just a piece of a sidewalk. I mean, one of the images that like they showed on the video was just like a square <laughs> in yep. the middle of no, like the street, just an outline square. I mean, I'm all for, you know, artists subjective and shit, oh my but God. this is not even subjective. This is downright retardation. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm that's a, like the digital print that, that the one guy sold. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I... genius, too. I mean, that I was am, a lot of money also. I'm quite literally a fucking artist, and even this makes me question my fucking <laughs> life right now. Did you guys see that? Uh, it was it was like a while ago. Somebody like set up garbage at an art yep. exhibit. People yep. were like taking pictures of it and it was just straight up garbage. The guy like was messing with people and just put it there and like they were taking pictures and stepping around it and thought it was like. But again, that was something like th- there was something like actually there. You know what? I'm going to talk to D.D. Fox. Nothing. I'm going to talk to D.D. Fox. We're up in our prices on her paintings and my fucking <laughs> models. Like, fuck this fucking $200, $300 shit. We're going for the thousands. Fuck it. All in or all out. I want to take you a picture of my website. wall and say it's my fucking headshot and send it to Hollywood. Like, why don't you fucking cast me? <laughs> right? So, right? I'm going to take a, bit, you know, a picture of a digital you art. You know, just a, <laughs> it's, sell it. Take, take a picture Man. of fart. Bo, you should be... <laughs> Yo, you can do. Oh, so you should put on your website. You should be like, if an artist can sell an invisible sculpture for eighteen thousand, <laughs> I think we can sell an actual one for a right. thousand. Right? Like that shit. <laughs> like that shit legitimately pisses me off. Like we have spent hours on some of the work we've done and gotten measly pennies on the dollar. Like barely made a profit. Yep. And then you got assholes like, oh. You see this? This is energy. I'm going to sell it to you for (laughs) $18,000. Like, go fuck yourself and the dick you're sitting on. I'm like, yeah. That fart thing, uh, (laughs) going around with that. He did, um, uh, he did like, um, lens and they're showing it. Oh, like a heat map. That is so many people. That's fake. That was actually (laughs) fake. Literally. Everybody was ripping ass. It was awesome. Like you, the heat goggles you go around with. It, yeah, it is insane. Are they fake that. Hard. They fake that. But the news organizations that put it out put it out as real as that, like a true story. That was all fake. You cannot see a fart on a heat map. You can't. It's impossible. Kind of ruined it. Like I felt like it was better. Like sometimes ignorance. I know. Like, it, it's it's still great to watch. Like when I see it, I love it. But at the end of the day, it's so fucking hilarious that all the news organizations picked up on it and said, look at what happened when this person took out a flare camera in the public. Like, bitch, are you kidding me? Are you? Well, <laughs> I mean, media, COVID, come on. 
I'm I reading think, a couple of the comments on maybe, this thread. One person said that someone should sue him for copyright infringement, contending <laughs> that they created their invisible sculpture years before he did. Look, I've got proof right here. Someone else said someone else said it's okay, he got paid with invisible money. I straight up would have oh, gave that dude eighteen thousand dollars worth of Monopoly money. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, I'm kind of upset. There's another one. The buyer that. could. The buyer could resell it to the six trillion dollar man for a profit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, I heard Ted DiBiase is making a comeback, so. It's crazy. Oh, that's a good point. It did, the sculpture did come with a certificate of authenticity. That fucking paper is worth more than the fucking art itself. What, his fucking electricity bill? Probably. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Does it tell how it needs to be lighted? It, no, no, it does not. Oh, In a that... dusty room with sunlight. Look at the electricity. Sure. Why don't you run a fucking dustbuster? I'm actually surprised. <laughs> at the at the end of the article, it does say this is not the first immaterial sculpture that this artist has created, but it is reportedly the first that he has sold. This is worth this is almost as bad as Anish Kapoor. The guy that made the bean, the famous Chicago bean, also known as the cloud gate. Yeah, that piece of shit can go fucking suck a dick, too. He's what's made hard hard for all of us. It's shit like this that reminds me why I hate people. He also said said that while the sculpture doesn't physically exist, it doesn't mean that it's not. Thing. That's that's yeah. like that's like watching Wonder Woman when we grew up and was like, why is there a white outline of the jet? Because it's actually there, and they want you to be sure to see it because it's invisible. <laughs> like what the fuck, it's man? Literally, idiocracy at its finest. Oh. Like, Based on God. that last sentence, yeah. Let me try that with my wife. Yeah, <laughs> right. it, it, it exists somewhere. Yeah, I'll be sleeping on the fucking couch for a year. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, if you got 12 inches, I'm only giving it to you three at a time. <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. Okay. Well, let's get that I'm done with the news, too. Oh, my God. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I wasn't well, going to go least, there, but I went At least we didn't cut out during that one. I know. That would have... <laughs> I would have missed the joke. I was yeah, not... so sh- so was she, she, you know, you know, she lives with me. Cause, cause I was gonna be like, well, everybody else said it was big, but I just wanted to keep you on the down low. And then here comes Zoint with, well, it's twelve inches. I'm only giving it to you three at a time. Like... Oh my god. <laughs> If we have not offended you on DV Radio yet, please let us know what will offend you so we can. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Try us. Just go ahead and just put it in the chat room, and we'll we'll get to you in a second. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck! I'm crying. My cheeks hurt. My side hurts. Fuck. Oh my goodness, dude! Crohn's yep. cramps ain't got shit on this. <laughs> Pun intended. Anyway, goddamn. Okay, so really quick, uh, let's let's go through everything. Um, first and foremost, Brett and Alexa, tell us one more time about the lipstick challenge. What's going on? When it's happening? And what people need to do? All right, you can tune in to our roundtable discussion this coming Friday on our Facebook or our YouTube. Uh, 4 p.m. and then Brett's gonna make a fool of himself put on some red lipstick Um, this is all in support of our women veterans women veterans days on June 12th and we're gonna be nominating some folks if you want some lipstick let us know let Bo know and yeah it's gonna be a fun time and that is 4 p.m. Eastern correct yes 4 p.m. Eastern there's no way in hell I could have said that correctly so (laughs) I heard you in the background. You're like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I was, literally, I was like, I gave her the computer. I'm like, yo, you got to say this one because I, I will get like, maybe three words correct. <laughs> like I, I can I can literally see you like doing the oh my god with your head back and everything and sliding the computer over to her and she's like my time like, <laughs> got this man I got this oh shit man. Oh, but yeah no I missed the punchline pie- on that one we missed everything on that one yeah I missed the punchline pie- <laughs> Also, that is some Monty Python shit. <laughs> it is, dude. And now for something is. completely different. Um, also, Brett and Alexa, how can people help Backpacks for Life if uh, they're not able to help uh, with the lipstick challenge? Uh, you can like our social media pages, comment on our posts, Backpacks for Life. Um, You can check out our shop online. We have tons of awesome merch. Um, Our backpack will be back in stock probably late summer, early fall. So stay tuned. We did an awesome set of packs for the farm for DV radios. That was awesome. So you can check out our backpack, our shop at backpacksforlife.org. And uh, you can also donate there too. And make sure to support our vets by using our phrase hashtag unpoisonous. <laughs> I'm going to start putting that in every post without explanation, just to see who catches on like straight up. Um, I'm, I'm got hard to use this word. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, uh, Alexa did uh, uh, bring up the backpacks that we done at the farm uh, that I handed out and that Oink and Frosty handed out. Those packs are fucking amazing. I kid you not. When we opened the package here, my mom thought there was something in the first bag because it was so fucking heavy. These bags are no fucking joke, guys. Like, if you're getting it for yourself or for homeless people or for somebody that just needs it, it's fucking money well invested. I'm going to say that. Like, no fucking doubts. I have already talked to them. I'm getting a couple more. I'm actually getting one for the giveaway. If at least 100 of you motherfuckers actually get into the giveaway... God, you assholes. You want free shit, but you don't want to buy anything to get free shit. Anyway, um, 
So, yeah, go check out backpacksforlife.org. Don't forget the lipstick challenge happening on June 11th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Make time adjustments for whatever time zone you're in because I'm not going to fucking do it for you. <laughs> um, Dave, without image, what do you want to say about that really quick for our listeners? Yeah, if you guys uh, want to follow us, we're on, you know, every everything except for Twitter because I suck at it. But uh, without image band on uh, Facebook, without underscore image on Instagram. And we got a TikTok channel, but my social media manager runs that because I got zero idea what the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> if, if you want to, if you like a song, email us at without image band at gmail.com or just hit us up. All, all press is good press. And, you know, watch what you say. I will get your address and come and knock you in the mouth you know, if, it's, if it's too stupid. But uh, now we hope to see you guys out of gigs. And uh, if we can get to your area and perform for you, we'd be gladly because it's fun. And again, you know, it's all the guys in the band sing. So you never know where the hell it's going to hit you from. But it's just good, good quality, wholesome music. And uh, if you want us to make a jingle for somebody that you hate, um, just send us an email. I'll do something <laughs> my best. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm trying to see if Google wants to say anything, even though she's like going in and out during the entire show. So, so like <laughs> I am going in and out or you guys are going in and out. You are. You, you. you. As soon as you started talking, it was like. <laughs> I told you it's my computer. It's not me. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, don't buy Buy invisible art. Don't buy invisible art. <laughs> <laughs> Oink, what about you, brother? Hey, but folks, you know, we, we're going to preach this to the end. If, if, if you're looking out for your brothers and sisters, check out the Objective Zero app. It is wonderful. It is full of resources that you could use every day, every, you know, every minute of the day. So check them out, ObjectiveZero.org. And uh, yeah, look out for one another, fuckers. Yes, and don't forget that Objective Zero. Uh, does now have it so you can do it online on a computer. I uh, actually checked it out last night. Uh, I've got an account and everything set up. I'm going to get up with Betsy and uh, Chris Mercado to make sure, you know, everything flows well and all. But everything that I'm seeing so far, I absolutely love the way it's set up. It's really easy to use, real simple. So if you don't want to use your uh, iPhone or Android or mobile device in general, definitely use uh, the desktop app on your com- uh, computer or PC. Um, don't forget that we do have the giveaway going on at DV Radio. Just go to dvradio.store and click on giveaway to find out more on how to enter. Don't forget about dvfarm.org. We can't do this without you because we get no government, state, or federal funding because we just don't have the time to do it right now. Um, we do rely solely on you, the listeners, and the public. If you want to give monetarily, you can go to dbfarm.org and click on the donate tab. You can give one time uh, without a PayPal account, like multiple one times uh, without a uh, PayPal account. Uh, but if you give multiple times, like monthly, you must have a PayPal account that is not DB Farm, that is not DB Radio, that is not Dysfunctional Veterans, that is PayPal's terms and conditions. If uh, you need to do some shopping online, but you can't give monetarily, you can give back to the DV Farm. One place you can do it is at smile.amazon.com and make DV Farm your charity choice. A portion of your shopping cart purchase goes directly to the DV Farm. No hidden fees or extra cost. Again, it all goes to DV Farm. That is located up in Gilsum, New Hampshire. There's a lot of other places online that do that as well. Lunified, Humble Bundle, 
eBay, so many fucking places. I can't even name them. If it says that they give to a charity and at checkout, you get to choose your charity and you want to give to the DV Farm, just type in DV Farm. It may be DV Farm INC. Uh, let us know so we can make an account and follow that money when it gets to us because if a check shows up and we don't know who to thank, yeah, sorry. Also, don't forget the Facebook fundraisers. Those help us tremendously. You don't know how much it really helps us. So when we get those, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, anything else that I'm forgetting, Oink, that I need to tell everybody about? Negative, brother. I think you nailed it all. All right. Don't forget, we got the Memorial Day Barracks Party podcast releasing sometime in the next couple of days, as well as this one. And Frag Out, Drag Out should return next Friday. I do apologize for that. Uh, we'll end tonight's show with another song from Without Image uh, called No More. Thank you all for listening. Brett, Alexa, Dave, thank you guys for joining us. Until next week, Futsicles, bye-bye.
on Facebook and Twitter.